welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And you are, of course, hosted by lovely people. I am one of your hosts who should have locks on her head or has a wig to much of her annoyance, but I'm here. Um, my own royalty. It's your boy, Use. It's the rotations. My iPad is not working for some reason. <laughs> this is turned off. It's chaotic morning, isn't it? And they call me, man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jampa. Yes, and your iPad is working and you have the hairstyle you desire. The thing is, I don't use iPads. So I don't have that problem. What's in your hand? Samsung. No way. Yeah, 100%. You are committed. To- I did not know that. Yeah. No way. Yep. I am genuinely shocked. Why? I just thought you had an iPad. No, no, no. Too basic for me. So, you, okay, first of all, that's not true. <laughs> you really are committed to your um, your and, Android life. You really are. It's better than Apple, isn't it? Debatable. Jesus' camera is giving much better. Sims, the that's, first edition of Sims. That's because you like rigged the whole Instagram Snapchat network. To fact, yeah, okay. Do you know what? I will give you that. I'll be because I am a woman mm. of accountability. I'm growing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you are right. The actual camera is sick, mm-hmm. but sometimes a bit it's a bit too pixelated though. When you put it on certain um settings. As in when you put it on Instagram and stuff. No, 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 as in like the normal camera. It's pixelated. More it's, than one Apple. It's got like a weird thing. Oh, that one's the iPhone one. You need that one. Is it on? Mm-hmm. Um no, like the actual camera, mm-hmm. it's got this weird thing it looks like sometimes. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it looks a bit too photo-y. Okay, okay. Um, but then on Snapchat and user are the worst. Yeah. Even your emojis are just an offense. <laughs> and I think Instagram as well, shame you guys, because when I think about it, they could really convert the emojis to what the rest of the people see as. But I they it was don't. the same. No, it's not. Serious? Yeah, it's not. Oh, wow. I can tell Android them emoji. Oh, wow. It's like an emoticon. Oh, serious? <laughs> no, that is, that yeah. is terrible. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's a lot. I've heard people talking about how we've got CCTV. Yeah, you do have CCTV <laughs> footage for um for Snapchat mm. and Instagram. It's just like, come on, man. And sometimes it's, like, it's a bit delayed. So if you take your, take, say you're doing a video, mm. it's like, the, I don't know if the sound is traveling ahead of the speed or what's going on. It's just... I've experienced that, to be fair. Yeah, man, you all need a level up. I think it's because Apple have kind of infiltrated all the Instagram Have you ever had an iPhone? People. No. You really are really down this year, aren't you? That's fair. Will you ever have an iPhone? Maybe. Maybe. If okay. I get it for free. Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Not for free. Yeah, I think when your content it continues to content and mm. I think you I think you that will be the next to upgrade. Right. But I just feel like it's too basic. Like you can't do the customization. You sure? Brent? Yeah, obviously Android, because it's, I think it's an open system. Like, mm. you could do a whole set of third-party stuff, but yeah. Apple <coughs> decides that they're going to lock all that crap off, so it's, you're just limited to what it is that they allow yeah. through. Okay. Exactly. But, um, so I was going to tell guys a story, because I mm. did think I was going to have locks on my head today. Yes, I want to hear this story, you know. <laughs> and you know, it's, I don't like when people put me to shame. Mm. Because obviously the other day I was here and I was praising the aunties, right? Wasn't I? Yes, she was. And my locks was meant to be with uh, 
and my auntie who's a hairdresser, right? Yeah. She did my braids before and it looks absolutely beautiful. It looked really lovely, blah, blah. So I sent her a picture of the locks I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted short locks. I'm just done with long hair. Okay. She said, I can do this. So mm. that's great. <laughs> I said to her, what? She said, are you going to buy the locks hair? Mm-hmm. What does that tell you? Are you going to buy the locks hair or hair? No, as in hair. Okay. That. So she said, are you going to buy the locks hair? That's what she said to me. Okay. So she's asking, are you going to bring it? Yeah, or yeah. do I want her to kind of bring it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I said, I'll bring the hair. Mm-hmm. Also, I said, let me know which what hair do I need and um, how much is it? Okay. She replies to me, 60 pounds yeah. plus two packs of water wave hair. Okay. Yeah? Remember, this is very key. Yes. Inf- information. Cool. All right. Mm-hmm. I stay here when we obviously had the beautiful five times more ladies mm-hmm. after that interview. I'm sitting here. I didn't have time. Last week was so hectic. I didn't have time to wash my hair. Mm. She said she washed it for me. It's all great. Cool. Whatever. So um, I'm sitting here and then me and Brenda are talking. I said, you know what, Brent? One second. Let me call this lady. Mm. My point was at 4 p.m. Mm. Let me call her at 3 just to make sure. So Brent said, like, why would you have to call her? I said, well, because sometimes I said, so with the hairdressers, right? It's a gamble. It's a risk. <laughs> There's pros and cons to the Insta girls. Okay. And then when you go to the aunties, there's also pros and cons mm-hmm. to the aunties, right? Yeah. I think there's an odd wire behind the sweets, you know, that you're looking for. So um, there's pros and cons to each, right? So I'm trying to explain that to Brent. So I said, the problem with the aunties is that, yes, you come through, mm-hmm. not many terms and conditions as the Instagram girls, but when I get there, there's a chance, a possibility, someone else may be sitting there yep. just trying to squeeze in a quick, mm-hmm. quick buck. Yeah. Cool. Called her at 3 p.m. She's like to me, I said, are we still good for four? She said, yes, we're still good for four. She even had the cheek say to me, can you come earlier? I said, no, I cannot. Let's not make a scene. Don't be mm. silly now. I can't come early. It's working. Just turn back on randomly by itself. I said, yeah, that, I can't come in earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Four is still good. Mm-hmm. So I go for, I'm literally up the road at 4 p.m., but there's just traffic now. Mm. But I'm literally like two minutes away. Yeah. I text and say, hi, auntie. I'm up the road. I'm just stuck in a bit of um temporary light situation. Cool. Tell me why I got there. Oh, someone said the sound is gone. Oh, Lord. You're like killing me. Brent. Sound is gone. So said, Brent said this conversation is classified. You're going to read my lips. He's back. You're going to read my lips. So anyways. What? It didn't go. It's like 10 of them that said the sound gone. Yeah. But um, anyways, I get there. After calling her at 3 p.m. to confirm that she can handle me at 4, I get there. Why is there someone in the seat? She's doing some of her auntie's hair. So at this point, I'm irritated already because I'm just like, oh, are you kidding me? Cool, mm. whatever. I'm literally, I'm like, what, seven minutes late? And there's someone in my in the chair already? I said, oh, cool, whatever. I sit down anyway, go and get some food, blah, 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 cool, whatever. She's, so it's, five, it's at 5 o'clock now. It's finally time to start my hair. She goes to me, oh, where's the hair? I bring out the hair that she asked me to bring, right? She yeah. goes, where's the locks hair? Okay. That was me. Yeah. I said, what do you mean, where's the locks hair? This is the hair you asked, you asked me to bring yeah. two packs of water wave hair. Mm-hmm. She goes, no, I told you, plus two packs of water wave hair. I had to, I had to bring, I brought the WhatsApp. I said, Auntie, no, you didn't. She goes, See, I said 60 pounds plus two packs of hair. I said, oh, my gosh. They pissed me off. Insane. Ma'am, this is why I tell people you need to know how to do your, use your punctuations. That's what I'm saying. I, I 
sir, what type of hair do I need and how much is the, is is my hair? She says to me, 60, pl- 60 pounds plus, plus two packs of waterway hair. And somehow I was meant to know I was meant to bring additional hair to the plus. So now I have to quickly go mm. and buy hair. This is wasting more of my time. I finally get back at like 5.45 for four o'clock appointment. I sit down. She goes to me, I've got somebody else coming. But it's a thing. I'm very respectful of my elders, but the way I looked at her, yeah, she knew. She was like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. She's like, oh, it's just a guy, but um, his hair won't take long. He just wants to do this, blah, blah. She's like, I'll start your hair, I'll wash your hair now, blah, blah, and I'll do as much as I can. And if he comes, I'll just do his hair quickly. And I was looking at her like, I said, all right. I said, okay. Anyway, fine. we're doing my hair. And I think the guy came, he hadn't taken his hair out, so he was taking his hair out. Mm. So she washes it, cool, blow dries it, fine, whatever. We sit down to start my hair. She's parting it, parting it. I'm not really having the part, but I'm just like, you know, I just, just get me out of here. She does the first lock. <laughs> I said, I know you're lying. It looked like spaghetti. I'm going to send Brent a picture of the one I wanted. And just imagine spaghetti. Could it be that it starts off that it way? It couldn't be. <laughs> because I thought that too. I thought mm. maybe this is not the finished product. Mm. So I didn't want to jump the gun. So mm. I let her do a second one. Okay. She did a second one. I said, because usually sometimes, so sometimes with braids, you might start the braid and you finish at the end. Mm. But it's locked. So you, otherwise it's going to unravel, right? So, mm-hmm. but when she started the third one, that's when I said, okay, this is mm. what she's really doing yeah, yeah. on me. That's when I said, auntie, let's stop there. <laughs> I literally, at this point, I was like, okay, I'm done. I said, um, I said, is this the finish? Is this what it's going to look like? This is the finished product. This mm. is, this is the lock completed. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I said, yeah, this isn't what I wanted. The ones I wanted were like thick. Mm. She gave me, uh, no, I'm not even being dramatic. So imagine, right, you know, pastas, different types of pastas, yeah? The mm-hmm. one I wanted was a penny. Yeah. She gave me spaghetti. Okay. I said, ma'am. And it was so basically in Nigeria, I don't know if other African countries have it. You know, like, so you know the traditional hairstyles where they have like the the thread? Yes. Do you get yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah, 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 you yeah, see yeah. sometimes in like old textbooks. Yeah, yeah. That is what I would have looked like. What? A whole me. Fine babe, like me trying to catch a man. That's what I would have looked like. And I knew that if she finished my hair, I would have gone in my car and taken it out straight away. I just mm, knew it. Yeah. But my thing was I would have paid her. And go. I'm not happy with that. There you go. So I have this thing where literally I have to talk, talk to my therapist about where I can't, when people are doing a service for me mm-hmm. and I'm not happy with it, I can't stand up for myself and be mm. like, I don't like yeah, it. Yeah. But this time I said, I'm so, like, I've actually been through too much today. And my week was just beating my, I said, I've, like, life is life for me. Mm-hmm. And this is not about to add to my problems. Mm-hmm. I, said, I said, Auntie, forget it. So like, I said, forget it. Forget it. Like, forget it. I'm not, no. I said, I'm not going to, I said, this is not going to look nice for me. Mm. It's not going to be, it's not going to suit me. I said, furthermore, um, I just think this appointment has been very chaotic. Mm. It just hasn't been it. And then she also, so she opened a new pack of hair that they sell mm-hmm. to try and help it. It wasn't yeah. doing anything. I said, just forget it. And I knew I was going to get charged for that hair as well, which is pissing me off anyway. I said, yeah, forget it. So she goes, okay. So then, at the, what I then ended up leaving the salon with was Bow Wow Braids. What's that? Just... Them. Oh, as in <laughs> the rapper Bow Wow. <laughs> I've really been for a lot the past few days. September has not been kind to me so far. I can't even lie to you. I left with Bow Wow braids, and then I was like, I was like, I just pack it up. Like I just 
for the get outfit. <laughs> but the thing is, I was, and then I said, to, I said, how much I owe you? So in my mind, this would be like 20 pounds because all you've done basically is wash my hair, blow dry it. Mm. These braids, I don't think I should be charged for it. She charged mm. me 30 pounds. See, I, I wouldn't have asked the question. Which I'd have is, myself and left. <laughs> just left. That's it. Because the 30 pounds is half of the price for my locks. So yeah. that makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to be, I just gave it to her anyway. But then when I tell you, it was eating my spirit all weekend. Because mm-hmm. I really felt like I was violated. Because basically, people tend to, when it comes to like aunties and stuff, mm-hmm. people kind of take the piss. Yeah. So they say to you like, this is the price. People haggle. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do that. Mm. I even tip. So I feel like the reason why she charged me 30 pounds is because she knows that I don't mm-hmm. argue about like money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in her mind, she's like, oh, she probably has money anyway. Yeah. Ma'am. Yeah. So I messaged her. On Sunday morning, she woke up to my text before she went to church. I said, mm. I'm going to be heavy on your heart today because I think, because I was taking out the braids as well. That's when I launched my TikTok career. Mm. When I did a rant on TikTok, I said, I'm <laughs> sick of people taking advantage of me every time in life. I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. So I messaged her and I said, Auntie, I'm very honest with you. I really don't like the way the appointment went. Mm. I said, I'm very disappointed in what, what happened. I said, I need a, I need a breakdown of the cost of yeah. why you charged me 30 pounds. Yeah. I said, furthermore, I sent you a picture of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. What you were doing, you should have known that was not going to be that. She did apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't opened the message just because one thing at a time. Mm. I will plan to her at some point this week. But I did see when she said, she said, I'm sorry that, you know, mm. you weren't happy and blah, blah. But <sighs> so like I'm back ordeal, to wigs. Man. Huh? Sounds like an ordeal. It really was. Because I kind of sworn off, I swore off wigs until like winter. Mm. Just because I just, I like to wake up and just be in my, in my state mm. and just go. But obviously I had um, the lovely Black Girls Living live show yesterday. Mm. And I can't go there looking, coming last. Like, <laughs> stupid. How was the show? <laughs> it was amazing. It was really good. Um, it was a second live show. They did really well. Okay. Um, I met some really, really cool people there as well. I met um, No Shit listeners. And I also met TDA listeners. Okay, nice. Yeah, I met quite a few TDA listeners and they sent their love to everyone. Said we do. You know, they love the show. They tune in all the time. I don't remember everyone's names, but I do remember one lady just because we had more of a conversation. Mm. And her, her name's Jade. Mm. And um, she was saying, you know, she was watching from day one and like how she was saying to me how I've grown, mm. even in like how I deliver the news and all that kind of stuff. So it was really, really cool. Really, really lovely event. It was nice to, yeah, it was nice to watch them in action. Oh. Um, shout out to the lovely, the two queens in the pod ladies as well. Mm. Leah and Iman. Um, I saw them there as well. Um, I saw that falls from off the calf. I saw Hannah, Hannah OJ as well. It was really cool. And then mm. um, Monica Lee um, what's it called? D- um, hosted it. And McThickham, who also listens to TDA, mm-hmm. she DJ'd as DJ. well. It was really, really cool. The girls looked amazing. And happy birthday, Jasmine. It's Jasmine's birthday today. Happy yeah. birthday, Jasmine. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Jasmine. So yeah, it was really, really good. Dope, dope. But that was my weekend. How was your weekend, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. It wasn't eventful like that, man. It wasn't? It wasn't eventful. Nah, not at all. Get up to anything? Just trying to do a few things. Like stuff that should have taken me an hour ended up taking three, four hours. Is that DIY stuff? No, no, just stuff going around doing certain things here and there. Yeah. Just, you know, the usual waste of time. Mm. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, I tried to help my mum with something as well on the Sunday as well. Mm. I had to go meet her at church. Mm. I don't, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about it. I was just start like, getting annoyed. So that's a bit. Yeah. Where's my head thing? I can't. My heart, my heart is my heart rate is faster. It's 
is what they do, man. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Right, Yusuf? <laughs> Nothing, you know. Just chilling. Nothing? Just yeah, chilling. yeah, it's at home the whole weekend. Just yeah. TV, couch, sofa. Yeah. yeah. Someone said, ask me about Arsenal. Yeah, we'll talk about Arsenal later. <laughs> <laughs> that was what added to my... <laughs> yeah, I didn't no, even yeah. get to what I was trying to watch it driving. Can you imagine? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, Brent, you gotta give us a part two because you finally went to the wedding of the bachelor mm. event you went to. Yeah, I definitely ain't seen much. Oh, you went to the oh, you went to the wedding of um, what's his name? What's his name again? Cavid. Um, Ka- Cahill. Cahill. Cavid. 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 Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It was cool. Um, Cavid um had a fantastic speech. Mm. Um, they looked beautiful, the bride and the groom, and that is it. Mm. How's the food? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why you've asked that question. It's important, man. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> Listen, you started with kicking off the week in, in an interesting man. I told you guys September has not been nice to me. I really pray this week is different because, boy, I think when Brett said earlier, like, oh, it's the 5th of September, I said, damn, yeah, it's been five days of misery. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus, Lord. But you know what, guys? Like this video. You guys mm-hmm. know the drill. Subscribe to the channel and join the TNB network. So join our community. And you do that by searching or typing into your browser, community.thenewblack.com. And when you do that, you might as well, since you're doing, since you're already on the roll, join the TDA Backstage Access for all amazing stuff, all amazing content. Um, so the kids are back to school today. My mm. sister actually went back to school on Friday, which I thought was so annoying. Yep. Friday. Ridiculous. I feel like because you know schools have like inset days during the term. Mm. I feel like that stupid little day should have been an inset day. <coughs> you know what I mean? Make that mm. the inset day. But anyways. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Do you guys remember what your first day of secondary school was? Oh, also shout out to Quinton, Quinton Hall. Yes. One of our um community. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> one of the people in our community, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, his son saw his, his, his son's first day of secondary school today. So, okay. I'll try, it's a great experience for him. Yeah, big up Quentin's yeah. son. You guys remember your first day of secondary school? Uh, the first, very first day. <laughs> but I remember they uh, being excited. Like, I when you sign a new school, you like you have your uniform already. Like, yeah. I remember my dad dropping me to school for my first day. Yeah. But that's the only memory I have of the oh, first really? day. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I don't have... The, the first day, no. But obviously, I remember secondary school, but not, yeah. just, not the first day. I actually don't remember my first day. But I do remember the feeling of... Because um, I changed schools. Like, in, I changed primary school. I changed secondary school mm. in sixth form. I'd, like, change. But I think... I do always remember, like, when I'm going to a new school, mm. just having your uniform laid down. Obviously, you have, like, new shoes. You have new uniform, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. new bag. My most exciting thing was getting to, like, on to use my pencil case. I loved a pencil case. Like, <laughs> I was a pencil... I can't lie to you. I think people were looking forward to what my pencil case was safe for the year. Every year, and my new pencil case, and it tends to be purple, because purple is my favorite color. Mm. I just love the pencil case. Because I love pens. I've got really nice handwriting. So I just... Mm. I love a good pen as well. Okay. So that okay. was really the highlight of my school... My school, <laughs> <laughs> school year. Just a nerd. <laughs> but I loved it. Mm. Second to school. Yeah. My, my, my first day was me waking up in boarding school. Oof. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a very different experience. Was mm. that in Ghana? Yeah, in Ghana. So I woke up. Obviously, <laughs> I, woke up. <laughs> obviously I wasn't drugged. I was nothing like that. But 
<laughs> yeah, my first day was basically, yeah, basically, yeah. You know, in boarding school, you got to, like, there's, there's a bunch of chores that you need to do, right? Yeah. Cool. So, first week I was there was my dorm that had to wash the mm-hmm. whole bathroom. And... Yeah, I knew you'd be in bathroom. This is what I'm saying. That's my, yeah, that was me too. When I exactly. My first, my first week. Yeah. Well, I can't remember you telling me about this lizard that used to live under your kitchen, school kitchen. A lizard? Oh, you know, is it the wall geckos? Yeah. They have a hell of them that's, in, that's in Africa. About, it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it was. I swear you told me that people were saying that it was one child that what? got killed and some it was some nonsense story that you were telling me. No, no, it was kind of like it was weird. Wrong friend. No, <laughs> <laughs> when um didn't did did you stay by us before you went to boarding school or after you came no, back from boarding school? All right. So you, you used to tell us a lot of stories about what you went through during boarding school. Mm. And there was some that were mystical. Yes. Can you remember? Yeah, yeah. Can you remember one of the ones that were mystical that had to do with a some sort of alligator or some lizard? No, that lived under the the, the school kitchen. It sounds like yeah. Nah, not he knew you wouldn't know any better, so he was making shit up. That's what it sounds like. All right, all right. What was one of the mystical things that you told us about one okay, of the school? Because he told us a few. No, I will say there are a lot of myths in Baldur's. I've got what a story as well. Like there's they make up stuff, man. A lot of things was happening back back then. Um, I think my first or my second year. Um, I don't even know why I'm even mentioning this story. But... <laughs> Whenever you start a story like that, it's a good thing. Go on. Oh, man. All right, basically, oh, man. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, give you, I'll give you this one. So basically, yeah. Yeah, there was a time where there was a lot of things going around, right? Mm-hmm. Where, and this is the story that we were told. Apparently, it was in the news and this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. right? Where there were people coming from, maybe it was a Ghanaian thing, right? But they said these people originated in Nigeria. Yeah, so they were coming across. I heard the ca- camera call my eye roll. <laughs> and they were doing a lot of juju, right? Okay. And what it was is, you know, obviously, back home or whatever, the idea is a man is a man because of his penis. Stuff. Yeah, he's, he's manhood. He's manhood. manhood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, they love a manhood. <laughs> hell, bro. And so what they were doing is, in order for these guys to get like this power, yeah, to, to obviously, I don't know, to use it for whatever they want to use it in life, right? Um, the, the assignment is if they touch somebody, yeah, it disappears. It's such a penis. No, just touch you, like um, whatever. whatever. Yes, it will be gone, <laughs> right? <laughs> and basically, apparently, it was on the news. So obviously, they had come through from Nigeria and they were in Ghana and all this type of stuff. And there was a story about how they touched one boy. In- <laughs> <laughs> But it didn't go in it, like it, it fell on the floor. <laughs> he went walking on his penis. So the, I, I thought it was like the I don't know, I don't know what a penis is compromised of. Yeah. But I thought it would be the inner things that go. The actual penis is meant to go. Gone. So like if And yeah. his penis fell on the floor. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah, and then you said the way to basically get it yes, back is, is to, to catch the guy and beat and the hell out of the guy. The, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, apparently, again, this is another part. It's to part. beat up the guy. Yeah, so... Oh, catch to, the guy that's Yeah, him. exactly. So if you clock that, wait a minute. My penis is gone. Yeah, and you notice that he's the only one in the vicinity. He's touched you. I need marks to be for the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what I was told. Yeah, but I remember this story. And that's why I'm yeah. saying. I remember you also talking about this particular noise that you kept on hearing at night. And you all went to investigate one day. Mm. No, I've heard that kind of story. I don't, I don't remember that. I've heard that story where, um, I think, was it... 
So I think something about like if you hear stuff at night time, mm. don't go investigate because it's a witch or something that's trying to take people away. So mm. apparently there's like a ghost that roams boarding schools, but uh, apparently she she must have had a busy night because she used to roam in other boarding schools that I knew of as well in Nigeria. But <laughs> they, they used to have like some such weird yeah, there's bare, bare myths and yeah. Wait, did you so did you so you lived here right, and then you yeah. went to Ghana? Yeah, born and raised here. You were, weren't you? You look like a naughty kid. Me? I don't yes. think I look like a naughty kid. You do? I don't think so. My pictures are very nice and... Yeah. Okay. But anyway, well, I shipped. was transported. First <laughs> <laughs> <Best> class. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. And, um, yeah. What did you do? Do you remember? Do you remember the last straw of what got you shipped back? Not really, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like... I think there's a combination of different things over a certain amount of time, isn't it? What is that? Sorry, hold on. Everything. But do you remember the last straw? Okay, what or was it like school stuff? What was it? Like, what were you doing? I think it was a lot of um, hanging outside, doing certain things. Because mm. my my state was very, you know what I mean? Notorious. Yeah, exuberant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And I think my mum my just kind of saw where this could well, go, go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. And yeah. then did you come back? Is that when you came back pro-black? No, th- funny enough, I was I was pro black before. Actually, you told us about yeah, auntie, yeah, yeah, so, but I guess me going just gave me more of a connection to back home. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And knowing this is home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yes, you know, just I was getting there. Why Ghana, not Nigeria? All right, because you got so, extra ship then. That's something. That's something <laughs> I would do to my kids. You're going to Tanzania, bro. I don't know, brother. I'm, I'm gonna get a family to host you. All right, so basically, right. I'm Yoruba, right? Yes. But I'm not necessarily Nigerian. Mm. That's the way to put it. The truth mm. is coming out now. What does that mean? It means, remember, before white people came to us, you know. Oh, here we go. It's <laughs> 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 bullshit. No, but it's true. What do you mean white people? Be- before, before was it, um, the Berlin Conference, 1885, right? Okay. There was, like, these countries that we see today wasn't what they were. It was just yeah. tribes and stuff, right? So cool. This is why, I identify as Yoruba and not Nigeria, right? But obviously we know what happened. Sorry. But we know obviously Yoruba land is in Nigeria. Mm. But part of Yoruba land also extends into Benin, by the way. But anyway, that's another story. So my my ancestry, we're all from Yoruba land. Nigeria, yeah? But my grandparents, why are you, why are you looking at me? Because you like are that? phony. Like How? talk to him. I'm Maybe the context is not it's not adding up. No, no, it it makes perfect sense. Trust me. So all it is is that my parents were born in Ghana, just like me, Yusuf. But where are your parents from? No, you're from the, Nigeria. You're not like me, Yusuf. You're from Nigeria. Nigeria. <laughs> Nigeria. No, it's the same thing. Would you say you're not Nigerian? Yeah, but he's mm. he's been exactly. never to Ghana. Pre- no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like you being born here, mm. and and then for example, your kids are born here. Yeah. So it's just like my parents. Were born in Ghana, just like we're born but then, in England. But where's the, what's the heritage? Where's, where's their parents from? From Nigeria, from Yoruba land. Both parents. Oh, hundred percent pure blood, pure hundred percent Yoruba land. But they were just born in Ghana. Exactly. So they were brought up in Ghana, just like we're brought up in Britain. Mm. That's it. Oh, so you're like Mister Easy. That's what you said last time. Did I do this? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry, I forget things. My exactly. So, what it is is from Ghana, obviously. It'll go back to Nigeria, just like we go back to Nigeria and stuff like that. So they speak tree and so all that stuff, you... but they also speak Yoruba. It's the same. So right? you speak both languages? Yeah, at home, yeah. So why don't you claim Nigeria then? Because Nigeria's in your blood. Why don't I? Yeah. I do, I do. You said you're, you, 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 um, 
associate more with being Yoruba. Only because because that's because as... Nigeria is a useless country right now. They're misbehaving. Okay. But typically, if someone asks me, I'm Nigerian. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So that's all it is. So basically, I've got loads of family in Ghana. I've got loads of family in Nigeria. Yeah. So obviously, when it when it came to, ah, uh, you're going back home. Yeah. Um, Basically, a year before that, I had gone back for the first time. When I went back for the first time, just on holiday, yeah. I visited both my family in Nigeria and in Ghana. That's why whenever I go back home, even to this day, yeah. I go both countries, right? Okay. So my mom basically says to me, listen, you're going back home, but choose which one you want to go to. Yeah. So as a 10-year-old, whatever, I'm looking and thinking, Nigeria's cool, but you know, Ghana... You know Nigeria's hard, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ghana just seems so much more calm yeah. than Nigeria. So I said, all right, I'm going Ghana, man. Yeah. So that's what happened. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. So I'm 100%, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're buying it. Debatable, but yeah. It's not debatable. <laughs> Yusuf, were you ever on the verge of being shipped? Uh, no, not at all. I was a very uh, well-behaved child. That's good. I yeah. actually believe that. You, man, I don't believe that. Um, Brent? <laughs> Have I been shipped to Trinidad? I no, came from you, Trinidad. Were you shipped there? What? So being shipped is that like you have to go to school there. Now I, that is now your new I place. Left, I left Trinidad when I was six. I haven't been back since to have any indication now. I got oh, okay. shipped to England. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, okay, and, and fair his, enough. his accent still remains to this day. Yeah, but not <laughs> as strong. It's in, not as strong? You know, it's not as strong as the, if I came back, or if I came here yesterday. Really? Like, yeah, people in Trinidad are like, they sing, 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 sing. So What does sing, sing? What do you mean? Like, they sing. Like, -na -na -na, -na 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 -na. like really, really strong. Well, then that's how they speak? Yes. They, they sing their speak? They you would, you would think they're singing based on how strong the accent oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, to me, your accent's strong. I think, yeah, you think it is strong? Yeah. Yeah. Because you have the original. Yeah. yeah, maybe because we don't. Yeah. Maybe, when we meet other people, we'll be like, oh, Brent's flipping. You want the dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. terrible stuff. Okay, all right. We're ready to get into our next headline. Okay. Yep, our first yep. headline, more like. You said you lying, bro. You said <laughs> still trying to lie that he came at six. Okay. He came last month. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our first headline is to do with the fact that today we're going to find out who our next prime minister is. Okay. Yes, yeah, so today's the day we're expected to hear who our next PM will be between the candidates Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss. It may have felt longer, but after five weeks, <clears throat> the Tory leadership race uh, was officially concluded at 5 p.m. on Friday evening. Postal ballots were sent out between the 1st of August and the 5th of August, and ballots received after 5 p.m. on the 2nd of September on Friday were not counted. Also, you could have um, voted online, not you, because you're not Tory. But you need I was going to say, say it. I <laughs> Only party members are allowed to choose a leader and by default, the country's next prime minister. So this is the thing. About 150,000 um, were registered and eligible to vote in the last leadership election, which took place in 2019. However, estimates are now suggesting that there are between 180,000 and 200,000 conservative party members. What's interesting is that the research from Mylan Institute at Queen Mary University of London suggests 44% of the Tory leadership, sorry, of the Tory membership is over 65, 44%. 97% of the Tories are white and 54% live in the capital in the south of England. The formal handover will take place on Tuesday, which is the same day Boris Johnson is expected to make a farewell address outside, of 10, outside 10 Downing Street at around 9 a.m. Okay, so the person is basically moving in tomorrow. 
Yes. Um, based on stats, stats, I think, I think, watch it, let's, who do you think is going to win? I oh, think this trust is going to win. I, I think we know. <laughs> 97 percent are white. Yeah, That's but you know what? Crazy. You have to think though, with like how many of them are men? What's the do you get what I mean? Because mm. I feel like there's different levels to certain things, right? So white people will support white people, but they'd rather support a white man than a white woman. Mm-hmm. But then they will also rather support like a white woman than a gay man, than a gay white man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean there's kind of hierarchies yeah, within true. these things? Yeah. But I can have a way then we should yeah. like it's still out. Exactly. Because where does the Asian man rank? Yeah, with a, any of that. With a white woman. Yeah, man, you don't. Yeah, so he's been losing from the beginning, really. Yeah, it was a lost case. I mean, I, it's, it's cute that he tried. Um, <laughs> congratulations tried. on that. Yeah, well done, Mr. Sunak. Then again, you never know. No, we know. This one we know. Ninety-seven <laughs> percent. I'm so done. Yeah, but yeah. Right, I guess one. we'll find out later today. Also, um, this next headline trigger warning. This is about Gareth Thomas. So it's emerged according to High Court legal papers, that former Wales rugby star Gareth Thomas has admitted he did not tell his ex-partner he had HIV. Wow. But he said he was never asked. Stop it. Yeah. Bloody mongoloid. We're going to get into this. So the ex-British and Irish... Did you tell a pair of movie? (laughs) Where? The ex-British and Irish Lions captains being sued by his ex-partner, Ian Baum, for £150,000 in damages. Mr. Baum claims Mr. Thomas hid his HIV status and failed to take reasonable care to ensure he did not pass it on. One example is that he claims Mr. Thomas removed the labels from his HIV medication so his partner would not know what they were. He also, he's also been accused of using controlling and coercive behavior to stop his HIV status becoming known. Mr. Thomas denies all of Mr. Baum's allegations. His legal team has submitted a 15-page document to the High Court responding to the allegations. The document confirmed Mr. Thomas and Mr. Baum started a relationship at the end of 2013. And Mr. Thomas said the couple did not have penetrative sex for the first four months because he had an injury. He also says the issue of HIV was never discussed. Mr. Thomas, also known as Alfie, said while he knew he had the virus, he did not think he was able to pass it on. Mr. Thomas said Mr. Baum was promiscuous and accused him of being blasé about catching HIV when he eventually revealed his own status. His attitude being that he was bound to get HIV sooner or later. However, in his submission to the court, Mr. Baum said he was monogamous and faithful to Mr. Thomas and did not have sexual intercourse with another person. Mr. Thomas also also admitted he did remove labels from his HIV medication, but that was only to stop family members knowing what they were. So, I can't believe yes. she's only saying for 150,000 um, pounds. Is it she or is it him? He. Yeah. He's, uh, he's gay. No, no, no. She's a she. Oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. Um, I can't believe he's only saying for 150,000 pounds. That's absolutely, absolutely disgusting. Mm. I hate when people don't tell you something and they say, oh, it's because you never asked. Or you go yeah, but, out of your way to make sure I don't find out. Yeah, but this is a completely different case. That's this right. Is, <laughs> this is it, though. This is, huh? That's what I'm saying. So he's, he's like, he's saying you never asked yet. Like, how was that... Yeah. I just think that was standard, but then you went out of your way to make sure he never found out. You, you can't use, oh, you never asked for HIV. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 too, it's too severe. But he's saying Russian, um, that he never, he never, what do you call it, did those things to hide it from him, necessarily to hide it from his family members. Did he, did he live with his family members? I, I guess maybe someone goes to his bathroom, maybe, you know what I'm saying, visitors. Well, my, he's your partner that's not going to your bathroom and seen that every day. 
And that means as well, because you have checkups and stuff like that. So mm. what, you just say you're going to the cafe, a solo breakfast? What, like, what is your... Ex- anyway, let's get to uh, our next part because... It's very, very good. They said they didn't do sexy time because it was injured. Like, what type of injury? That's the HIV was the injury. <laughs> Should have been the injury. <laughs> no, but he's a rugby player, isn't it? So I think he was... He was he's groin. Yeah, Saturn was gone. I'm sorry. Excuses. Yeah. But that's only for the first four months. And also, remember, he did eventually tell it. So it's not like he didn't. He never told them ever. You know what I'm saying? You should have told me before. Yeah, but that's, that's information you have to disclose at the start Early. of the uh-huh. relationship. See, it's good you say that because that leads into... Mm. Well, what are you saying now? Topic of the day. Sorry. <laughs> that was a good segue. <laughs> Forgive my ignorance. Forgive my ignorance. But does the... Maybe a bit, you know, TMI, but does the bum bum hole get... I knew you were going to mention something like that. I just, I, just, I just wanted to know. Does it what? Does it get sore? Like, yeah. So maybe he was resting from that? No. Because rugby players that's not have injury, aggressive Brent. sex. That's not injury. No, but he mentioned it was a sports-related injury, not a sexual-related injury. Well, luckily. I think you should have just let us segue when we were going to segue. <laughs> you could have right. asked us a annoying sorry, question sorry, in the next segment too. Okay. So as we mentioned, uh, well, as you used to pretty much put it, um, topic of the day is what do you consider private information, right? Mm. But also information that needs to be or should be always disclosed if you're in a relationship. Your health. Yeah. So if you're like, for example, your um, is it what's it blood type? Ah, okay. no, not blood. I said blood type is your O plus and all that. What's the A genotype? Hmm. Isn't that your blood type? Blood type. So blood type. Let's go blood type, yeah. Yeah. You're talking yeah. about that like, if you're sick of cell, yeah. Yeah. carrier. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to let people know that from the jump. Hmm. Jump, jump, as in first date? I'll be honest with you, yeah. I've had conversations, because sometimes when you say on the first date, it sounds very intimidating. Okay. But sometimes you have really good conversations with somebody, like mm. hours of conversation, where you guys talk about so much stuff. I think it come up on the first our first conversation, even before, before the first date. You know what? Doing the cold, cute, cute phone thing? Mm. You can let me know then. Mm. You think so? Yeah. I've had some very deep conversations on like our first mm. kind of conversations. I think, yeah, I get you. If it just comes out naturally, but would you go in with intent to no, tell no, the no. person on the first conversation? Or no, if, it just, if it just came up, you just mention it. Yeah, I think if it comes up, because yeah. you know sometimes, I don't know if you say, you know sometimes you have conversations with someone where like, say someone that you're, you're getting to know, right? Yeah. And it's one of the ones that you guys are on the phone for hours and you guys talk about a different thing. You talk about from gossip to yeah, like yeah. life to deep stuff that happened in the child, like, you know when the conversation just goes any and everywhere? Mm, it flows, yeah. I think if it flows and it comes out that way, then yes. Mm-hmm. But I think if we're going on a date, I think maybe if the date is not a that kind of flow conversation, I can get why you wouldn't tell me. Mm-hmm. I think let me know. If if I'm someone you want to be with, mm-hmm. then then I think at that point you can you have to let me know. I think it depends on the severity of the condition in terms of like when you should when you should disclose it. If it's HIV, I believe that's something you told the person. First date. First date, yeah. To be fair, maybe not even the first date, maybe before you even go on a date. Mm. Really? Yeah. I don't think so, you know. I think, again, I if it's that flowy, yeah, if it's like a flowy conversation, I can see it coming up. I think first date. No, not, no, before the first date. Because you know what I'm thinking here? I always yeah. think that I don't like to, okay, so sometimes I don't like to tell people stuff about me. Yeah. Because if it doesn't work out. Mm. Then that person then, knows that information. Yes, about it makes me mm-hmm. sick that I hear you're walking this earth. I hear that. Knowing stuff about me, you actually don't need for your life. Then I guess you got a... Uh, it's hard because yeah. you're going to have to gauge who this person is to you and obviously you, you might have certain intention with this person but it might yeah. not work out 
yeah. in your favour or might not go the way you want it to go. Mm. So it is techie, but I think, for example, with Sickle Cell, um, I don't feel like it's a first date conversation, but it's definitely a conversation to, had, to yeah. have. And um, I remember um, not really realising that having that conversation was even important until mm. I had a friend who told me that um, he had a situation with a girl that didn't work out because mm. of their okay. um, blood types. Yeah. So I made it an intentional decision to have that conversation with mm. people. Not initially, but within the first couple of weeks or months. Yeah. Just to establish it. Because I, I do know it can be it can be quite techy. What's actually crazy now you're saying that I don't have I had that conversation? No. Um, no. I've had it with someone who does have it. Yeah. And I got to know pretty early on. Yeah. And even though I was getting to know them, I just knew that, mm, okay, kind of thing. Um, but in terms of who I've dated after that, I don't know. I hope this doesn't sound weird, but I guess they haven't showed signs of it. So I know they don't have mm. it. Because you know, they are kind of tell signs of sickle cell. Mm. Are you are you worried just about sickle cell? Like, I don't know the term for like full-blown or the trait. That's what I was going to ask. Because yeah. basically, yeah. I, I think I can handle the trait yeah. because I'm an AA. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm with an AS, maths-wise, I'm only going to, we're only going to produce an AS. Yeah. Mm. Because I've, I've got sickle cell trait. Yeah. And that's so, why I ask. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because you are AS, if yeah. you meet another AS, exactly. there's a chance you're going to have a sickle cell uh, SS, yeah. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, because I'm an AA, I guess maybe that's why I have that kind of lax mm. thing. But I guess the only way it would be very big for me is if I married someone who was who was an SS. And it's difficult because I always feel like, oh, like, should people, should you not marry someone because of that? They don't have control over it. I know, but it's more so about kids. Yeah, yeah, it's kids. Yeah. yeah, it's also about kids, but also your quality of life as well. Yeah, so you're, you're gonna be you got to take care of them. them. Yeah, yeah. Because when they have that crisis, it's mad. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. very mad. Yeah, man. So I can't. Well, it's funny because I had um, my friend because he's got it, and he was on my pod actually. I can't remember what he said when I asked him that question. So that's not helpful. Is it? When's um sickle cell when this week again? I think it's a month. This, this month. month. This September. month. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll obviously delve into yeah. that deeper yeah. when we have experts in the. Show, yeah, that'd be good. Because yeah. I wonder yeah. how they feel. Because they must have relationships and because, because of, of that. It. Yeah. Mm. That's very hurtful. But it's mm-hmm. I think it's something important to say. HIV, yeah, let me know. Yeah, you have to let me know. I, okay, HIV, is, AIDS, you have to let me know straight away. Yeah, I can't yeah. Like, I think, yeah, that is a straight away conversation, actually. Yeah. I think, right? Because not to be ignorant, actually, no, no, and I, I get I get the person's fear, because obviously they're gonna be worried that no one's gonna want to date them now because of what they have, and if they you know how people say, you know what, if a person gets to know me more mm. and they begin to have feelings for me or like me, then maybe they'll be less inclined to leave me when I tell them that I have it. And if you tell them initially, but that, is a that lie. stops any chance of them even developing any feelings for you. And yeah. I think that's their fear that if I keep telling people straight away, mm. no one's ever going to even try to develop feelings mm. for me and nothing's ever going to mm. go that's anywhere. Mm. So I get why some people wouldn't say it initially, but, but from the recipient, I want to know. Exactly. I want to have the option. Um, the jump. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's what makes it difficult. Like, don't take away that option from that person. You never know. Jimmy, you yeah, just never know. I, but I do know that sometimes with people who have HIV, they tend to link with people who, or people who do have it as well. Yeah. Mm. One of my uncles, he's married to someone who also has it. Mm. And, and it's the thing though, especially with HIV, if I'm not mistaken, like, they can live long, healthy lives. Yeah. Now, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah, uh, before... You, yeah, you do the, you take your medication. If you take your medication regularly and stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you're actually gonna. I think if I'm not wrong, I think the medication you take as well 
can prevent it from being spread to someone else, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. And it can only be passed on through blood contact, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, if I had an open wound and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I came into contact with the blood and obviously those those things don't re- really happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and this is what this guy was basically saying. So, he, he was basically saying that he genuinely and reasonably believed that he couldn't transmit the condition because of his CD4 count, which is the measure of the immune function, right? Yeah. Um, saying that it was it's not at a dangerous level where it even required medication. That's basically what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he didn't feel the need to Sir, on your form, does it say it. HIV or no. not? It's wild, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. I, I feel mm-hmm. like he knew what he was doing. I think something like that, yeah, if, if it wasn't a... If, the way he's saying it's not a big deal because it, I'm not dangerous, mm. that's the more reason why you should have told him. Yeah. That, oh, that's by true. the way, I'm diagnosed as this, but actually... It's not mm. that because I'm living on medication for it. It's not that serious. Mm. But I just, I don't like when people try and, you know, sometimes people will hold something back from you, information back from you, yeah? Mm. And then when you ask them why they didn't tell you, they'll be like, oh, it's not that important. But if it's not that important, that's the more reason why you should have told Patience me. Said, mm. I think that is definitely something. What else is there actually that's private information, but you should disclose in a relationship? Mm. Private information that you should disclose. Kids? If someone, if someone has a child, how soon do they tell a person that they get to know they have a child? I think it's weird if you don't tell me from the jump you have kids. Mm. Because you know when you have a conversation, you have, you have the whole, how many siblings do you have? And mm. blah, blah. I'm counting your siblings, your pets, and you're not going to mention your child. <laughs> yeah, I think kids is something, is kids, is kids a first date yes. conversation or is it a prior date conversation? A what? Prior, prior date. Prior. prior. Date. Mm. I think it's prior. It's a prior. Probably, I it's feel not- like it will come up. Yeah. If your child doesn't come up here, that tells me why you need to tell me. Mm. And that means I don't know what I'm trying to talk to you. Can't mm. lie to you. I, I don't I don't see you being an active parent. Mm. And if you don't, you're not telling me. And even if you're not active, say that the child lives with a mom or something. Yeah. Your child should still be. What are you doing this weekend? Mm. I'm seeing my son, I'm seeing my daughter. If you're not saying any of that, when you know you're seeing them, you're not saying any of that, like oh, I'm just gonna have a chill weekend. Yeah. This time you're running around soft play. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think I think I think kids is a prior, but I wouldn't be mad at a first date. Mm, if you As don't in, say it Okay yeah, yeah Yeah like If you don't tell me Until the first day I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad But then My first day First day has to be Within a week I was, I was talking <laughs> But do you feel It's different for us though Because if If a woman doesn't tell you She, she hasn't got kids Ooh, mm. interesting. You know what I'm saying It's different I feel like Because like you said You're at home with the kid Because the, yeah. the kid's Normally in her care Yeah But oh with a man yeah. You know what I'm saying like, yeah, yeah yeah No I understand Yeah I th- I think either or the man or the woman has to tell because yeah. even if the kid's not in your care, you're you're still the father of the child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do get your notion that it's a bit more peculiar if a woman doesn't tell you. Yeah, yeah. Because when she's on the phone to you, the kids in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Well, you watched Love and Hip Hop like back in the day, right? Yeah. There was some. I think it was in New York. I can't. One Peter Guns was on, and I think it was Siska, and he was dating some girl. She wanted to be an artist or whatever. I was. I used to call her. I used to mock and call her Strawberry Shortcake, but her name was Strawberry something, mm. and she had a kid. Yeah, so. But she should tell him it was it was her dog. What? You know, I think I remember that season. I, mean, that, I can't remember who the person was though. Some black girl. She never came back. Yeah. <laughs> but like, she used to tell him. So he would hear something. He'd be like, "Oh, like what's that?" And he'd be like, "Oh, it's just my dog." Yeah, I, I remember that. But I don't remember who it was. And yeah. then also she had a kid, and he was like, "How could you lie yeah. about your child?" That like, she was like, "Oh, it's just because I knew that you know he might stop talking to me." Blah blah. <laughs> and I always think stuff like that is weird to me because. Because there are women who hide their children mm. and there are men also who hide their children and their things always, well, I feel like if I, if I told you, you wouldn't want to be with me. But why do you think I want to be with someone who has their child? If we have mm-hmm. kids, what are you going to do? Hide the kids as well? Yeah. It's wild to me. I think, obviously, people hide things out of fear of rejection. Yeah. Yeah, but then... You know I mean, and I, and I get it. 
I do get it because if I put myself in their shoes, yeah, you're yeah. probably feeling like, you know, no one wants me if they know X, Y, Z. But at the same time, you just have to suck it up and do it, innit? Because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. And I think also as well, to be fair, I think you never really know who it is that you're dealing with. Because mm-hmm. I remember one time I had this guy, I was talking to some guy and um, he was like to me one day, he messaged me, he was like, okay, I need to talk to you about something. Um, something I should have told you a while ago, but when you get a minute, call me. I said, um, two options here. This nigga's either married mm. or he's got a child or something. Because why haven't you told me? And I remember on the phone, he was like, oh, basically, I'm out of work at the moment. I said, oh, say it. Actually, you know what? That's, that's, a, that's a good one. It's a, it's so a good one. A man, a man who's struggling financially, yeah. unemployed, um, do you feel like if he discloses that to a girl, you know, when he meets her, not when he meets her, but when he gets her number and the first conversation, mm. is that is that a turn off? Absolutely, it will be. Not for me, for the girl, yeah. But when should he, uh, you know, tell her? I think it should just come up because when I'm like, what are you up to today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it'll come up in the first conversation. Yeah, just like, oh, I'm out of work at the moment. I'm looking for jobs. Okay. But do you know what I mean? But some well, I, people... I, think, I think for girls looking for jobs is, is, is a turn off too. <laughs> it's an ick. <laughs> Girls, but, but girls, girls is, are harsh, you know. So girls are harsh, and that's the thing. Well, I think because when he told me, yeah, obviously, like he's had experiences or whatever. Yeah. So when he told me, he did not think we were gonna keep talking. But I was like, that's fine. Like that could that could be me. That like, that could happen to me. So I think you need to know who it is that you're dealing with. Do you get yeah. what I mean? But I also know that some some of my friends would have been like, okay, thank you for letting me know yeah. that. I had a friend who told me. And I, was, I was surprised. This was her kind of mindset that a guy told her that she was kind of struggling financially, mm. and they turned her off. But because of the type of person she was, I was surprised that it turned her off. So I think, rah, like... I wouldn't think that, that would get you. Nobody's safe, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you Nobody's know what I mean? Safe. Yeah. You know, I think there are certain things that can kind of give it... I think if you're struggling financially, I can understand if you don't want to share with me. Mm. Because I wouldn't share with anyone if I was struggling financially. Do you get yeah. me? Yeah. But I think I don't want to know that you're struggling financially. But if, if you've got enough sauce, if you've got enough minerals, you can tell a girl, you you're, can... Fin- you can tell a girl you're struggling financially and she'll be like, you know what, I'll wait. I'll wait, babe. Mm. That's fine. What bills you got to pay? Because girls are... Listen, girls are paying guys rent, bills, that's true. cars, all that stuff. Yeah. So think, if you find the crazy. right egg, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you ain't got to get a job. <laughs> work for you still. She's got you, babes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else is what there. What else is there? What about if you was uh, adopted? Or oh, what if you couldn't have kids? <laughs> I love the adopted adopt- is funny. It's yeah. <laughs> so random. It's even Disney movie. <laughs> adopted, no, you don't have to tell me. Um, no, but you if- tell me that when you're ready. Adopters, like, you don't see it as a big deal. Nah. Yeah, my dad ain't around. It's fine. Right. <laughs> Probably adopted and all. If We're you, all adopted by Christ. If you, it's if fine. You, you say if you can't have kids. Yeah. Yeah, if you can't have kids, I think... I think I think that's important. I don't know if that's first conversation mm, I don't think reveal. No, I think ascertain what you are, where this is going first. Absolutely. Find out if he or she wants kids. Then mm. it's definitely something say, yeah. you say before you get into a relationship, for mm. sure. Yeah. But I don't think it's... Has to be like first date on. Yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely a conversation you have with someone if um, you can see yourself wanting yeah. to know them more and stuff. Yeah, mm. like if you know this is heading towards a relationship, then yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. How about a prison sentence? If you if you ever went to prison, mm. I need to know that. Um, hmm. I need to know. Now nah, that's tricky because what if I'm reformed and now you're going to judge me? Nah. And leave me because uh, you look at me as a criminal now. But what have I changed? No, because if you look like a criminal, I would love to talk to you. You look like a criminal. No, you might just think, no, mindset. Wait, mind- yeah, but I think you can you can get to show me that you're not that anymore. If if I went to prison, okay, does it depend on what I went to prison for? Because mm. you, you Ooh, might be yeah. embarrassed and ashamed. If it's anything admit- sexual, goodbye. Oh, yeah. Mm. you. I don't think you should even be dating. 
Yeah, I think one, I think it depends. You should be embarrassed to that. If it was me, for example, I'm telling the person I went to prison. Yeah. Um, but it does depend on what it was for. Mm. Imagine I told the guy I went to prison for attempted murder. Oof. I think she might do a runner. Mm. You you think what? She'll do a runner. You, she, you think she might? She's sick. <laughs> She's, nah, 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 she might. It's me. Might? I'm joking. I'm I don't think sauce <laughs> is enough for that. Uh, but then again, I told this. No, but, tap, yeah, but why though? Yeah, but why? Why is why did I attempt murder? It could have been retaliation for something that's And who was attempted murder on? You know what I mean? Mm. So the ex-girlfriend, woof, gotta go. <laughs> but then there's some girls, and this is what's I tell you, we're actually like we're down in dumps. Because there's some girls who will hear that and be like, oh, he's strong. I say he's strong. Mm. <laughs> <Powerful>. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. Jenny just he's made strong. a good point. Yeah. She, she was saying you do you do you do need to know about um if they're adopted. Because their biological family may be related to you, or they may have some hereditary I'll be illnesses. I'll be so honest with you. It's important, but is it is it first if, date important? If I find my partner's adopted, yeah, I said like I didn't find out earlier, but already we're already um, what's the called? <laughs> Enjoying. I've already caught feelings. Listen, I've already caught feelings. Whatever, mm. and then it comes to you're adopted, and somewhere down the line, our mm. family's related. Yeah. Well, actually, the market's tough. <laughs> what? As, in, as long as... Are you, uh, I'm saying this. What's the conversation before, no? Well, that fancy my cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. But, like, for me, if you're not, like, my half-brother, mm. half-whatever, mm. I'm not going to lie to you. You can run. Do you know I can run as well? Biblically. <laughs> they were dating their cousins. Uh, I'm honest with you It's tough in the streets So It's very hard uh, So <laughs> I'm being honest I think yeah It depends how far In the bloodline Yeah it is. If it's If you're like You know So many people removed Bruv. And there's no actual DNA bondage. Linking us When the DNA gone How so, so. <laughs> much DNA Is in this DNA Because I'm sorry how It's really we, hard here How far are we talking though um, I don't know how like the, the first, second, third, because I don't know how that works, but if it's like your mom and my mom, yeah, your mom and my mom or your parents and my parents are not related, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. If your mom and mom, then you're not related then. Yeah, but like it could be like maybe great, great grand. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. I can make okay. peace with that. Okay, cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like our great, great grandparents. Mm-hmm. With sisters or brothers or something like that. Yeah. We're not mm. directly. So like five long... generations, four or five generations. Yeah, like you're a long, you're a long cousin, man. You're fine. I'm trying to figure out if I even has a connection. Because I don't be connecting people. Mm. Like it takes a while for me to connect someone. So if I connect with you, boy, it's bare work. Right, <laughs> I've got a few actually in my head. Um, credit score, if it's bad. Mm. Ooh. If they're in debt, like severe. Yeah, in that's debt. a good one. Mm. But I think even stuff like that, yeah. <sighs> So I think in the debt one, I don't think it's a first conversation to have mm-hmm. just because you could be trying to work on it. Mm. And again, it comes, that whole thing of someone might judge you yeah. based of mm-hmm. that. I think if it gets to the point where we're trying to be in a relationship and like settle down, mm-hmm. I think even in a relationship, I think you can, if you're working on it and it's improving, mm-hmm. 
cool. I think if you get to the point where we're making like life plans, yeah. want to get married now, want to buy a house now, want to yeah. holidays and stuff like that, yeah. then you have to disclose that, okay, I'm not, mm. financially, I'm not, you know, yeah. there. Yeah. I feel okay. like you kind of set the scene of how you are financially though from early, to be fair. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, and also, mm. I feel like if someone's really trying, I don't, I don't think they'll be that, um, they'll feel some type of way about not disclosing to you. Because mm. yeah. they may be like, oh, you know what? Yeah. In the past, I did so and so, yeah. so but I'm trying mm. now. Yeah. I've only got one thing to come off my yeah. credit score, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But hiding it, yeah. you know, it's a bit. What if someone had a job that they are a few years far removed from, but they're ashamed of it? Let's just say, I don't know, they used to be a porn star or they've done like glamour modeling before or a man was a gigolo. Or... I need to know that. Because mm. one time, the timeline, the clip could just come on the timeline, time, um, a random point. Yeah. Now things just resurface. Is that, is, that, is, that, is that first date or is that like just later, later on down the line? I think that's later on, you know. Only, only because... Yeah, because first date I ain't going Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also because um, it's private information, man. But you know it's, Is it though? This, what is... <laughs> because if, for example, let me use porn star. If you're a porn star yeah. and you've got videos and clips online mm. that I may see, you're, what are you living in hope that I'm not going to see it, I don't watch porn, so maybe I won't come across it. I feel like that's the decision I need to make whether or not I want to be with someone mm. who's had that past. Mm. That past may not sit right with me. Yeah, you're, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, but I, I see it more so like, a, um, like it's one of those things where it's like, it's private information, something maybe you're not um, mm. proud of or whatever. Yeah. And if I tell you from the jump, especially if I don't know enough about your character, yeah. this may be detrimental to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if after a couple of days, it's like, okay, yeah. you, know, you seem like a cool person, man. Yeah. I need to tell you this now. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah. You reckon you could be with a woman who told you she used to be porn star? Let's just say you, you were a year into your relationship mm. and she revealed that, yeah, I used to be porn star. I've tried my hardest to get rid of all the videos that exist online. Mm. A few still exist, so you might see some here and Oof. there. Mm. But I've tried my hardest to delete it. I'm, I'm, I've changed. Da, da, da. And look, listen, there's no shame in it. If that's yeah. your chosen industry, that's your chosen, go that's your chosen Go forth yeah, and prosper. Exactly. But obviously, to some people, it's a, bit, it's a bit yeah. taboo, isn't it? It yeah. is what it is, isn't it? Would you be able to stay with her or is it like a, nah? No, I wouldn't be able to. Do you know what's difficult there about that is that if you don't say it early on, yeah, mm. you get comfortable because you never know. Because you know, it's, okay, sometimes yeah, you've got something to say to someone. Mm-hmm. But it's like the time passes. So now there isn't really a window to say it without it being a thing now. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So what, something like that, yeah, what is the chance of, a, of there being a window where you can just say this and then you run the risk of, okay, I'm going to wait for the right opportunity. Yeah. And while you're waiting, waiting, one, one day I go in the timeline, mm. now your dick is out. Yeah, Do you get what I mean? So, and then now you have to then tell me. Yeah. So now it becomes a thing where, I'm like, why don't you tell me mm. sooner? Now it's a bigger thing. Mm. So I can't, I think I would want to know that early on. Yeah. Okay. But then I think also, to be fair, I think a lot of stuff that I want to know only if it is a case where we want to take this further beyond like um dating. Mm-hmm. If it's like relationship or we're getting to know each other deeper. Because okay, even before you get to relationship, there's that point where you know that, okay, this this person, mm-hmm. we're kind of ex- I'm exclusively dating only this person. Yeah. I think at that point, in between talk, in between us meeting, yeah. getting to know each other and yeah. the exclusive, I'm actually serious about this, that's where this can go. Yeah. There, that's the point you need to tell me. But I think that's this is where it gets a bit tricky because someone can then say, you know what? The understanding between the two of us is that we're just going to be chopping. So mm. Therefore, certain parts of my life, I, I, sh- I shouldn't need to tell yeah, you. Yeah, like, of course, like, of you know course, yeah. And um, 
especially for example, even though this sounds wild, yeah, mm. but even look at the HIV thing. Mm. If the dude's taking his medication or the woman's taking her medication, it's not showing the CD4 levels are mad low. Yeah. Plus, you're protecting yourselves. Mm. Mm. Could you then understand if that person only tells you six months down the line? No. Because at that point, they're thinking, you know what, wait a minute, this is now changed from just a friends as benefits thing to a, we actually like each other. Yeah. Mm. I need to tell you. But in the beginning, could you understand why they wouldn't tell you? You know what I'm saying? I can understand why in terms of, you know, self-preservation and them being fearful of the ramifications, mm. but no. Mm. I feel like this, I feel like HIV and AIDS is something you need to disclose. It's Let serious. Me mm. You know what I mean? I hear it. I do hear you've been scared to tell people, but nah. Even, do you know what it is as well? Even like asthma. I've got asthma. Mm. I work that into conversations. Mm. We could be out one day and I have an asthma, so you don't know what's going on with me. I yeah. think I'm having a panic attack. Nigga, I'm, my lungs is closing down. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Sometimes you yeah. need to know. Yeah. I mean, there's certain things you need to know so you know what to do. It's like someone being epileptic. Yeah. Then we're out one day, flashing light, you're having a fit. I don't know what to do. Have you seen someone have a fit before? Yeah, I believe I have actually. Yeah. Mm. I think the first time I ever saw that was in boarding school. So scary. As well. Yes, it was boarding school. For and me. Were, oh my days. I think I, I, think I was in school before. I've yeah. seen the lizard. <laughs> what what about like um, cosmetic surgery? Mm, that's a good question, man. Um, like either BBLs, breast jobs. I think again for me that kind of thing will come up. No jobs, stuff like that. I think you know what because you, you know when you talk about but this is kind of conversations I have where I talk about life and how I've grown and blah blah and like, mm. like body confidence and that kind of stuff. I think for me, if I had got work done, mm-hmm. it would come into a conversation. Okay. It would be like a natural thing. I don't think I have to set out to tell you. Mm. But I think, again, it's something to know. What, one, one day you're sucking breasts and my breast bursts. Now, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> if the relationship gets physical, you'll see the... the well, you will see, yeah. You, you might see the marks, anyway. the scars, but sometimes it's easier to tell anyway. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? But you know with the BBLs though, right? Which is just like the fat transfer now, yeah. right? Mm. Is there, do you see scars? Yeah, you can... There's a, you, I'm not way, sure. Yeah, because they had to open you up to doing it. But, but sometimes, the, basically, the scar is like sometimes under the cheek. Okay. So it's yeah, not like okay. a noticeable scar, but I think if it's like a tummy tuck and stuff, you can't really hide that. If it's a boob one, it yeah. tends to be like under the boob, like the line between the nipple. Because I thought under. that was, I thought that was all like the old school silicone ones where obviously you have to cut it open and yeah. put in a, yeah. something. Yeah, but there's better ways for scars now, but it has to be a scar because it can't totally disappear. Do you get what I mean? Because I thought it was injections now. So if you're just injecting... Oh, no, that's, no, that's the illegal ones. Okay. So okay. injections are the reasons why the girls were having... Um, mm. So I came, Michelle was nearly disabled and... Because those were illegal. Okay. Because basically, they weren't shot. Some were being injected with cement and it was a whole thing. Mm. It was scandal. Injection okay. is not really the healthy way to do that. Okay. What's the condition when you, you, you can't grow hair? Is it... Uh, alopecia. alopecia. You reckon that's important to disclose? If you're bold... So let's say you're a woman and you're... And you're bold, bold, and you can't grow hair, and you know, you're just changing wigs all the time. Mm. Yeah, is it important to say this is this is where I'm because obviously, when she's at home in her comfortable mm-hmm. state, say, yeah. she's gonna be wig off, and you have to be comfortable with that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's something to say actually. Yeah, first, first date, not first date, not first date. I think I can't have my business again if it doesn't work the, out. The, the, the fifth wig change, <laughs> no, because like, I think it's a case of if we're gonna be close and intimate and stuff, then mm. I'll tell you, mm. yeah, because um. Yeah, I can't have just the same thing. I can't have you. It doesn't work out. Now you're just. I see you at a day party, and I know you know what I have. It's just weird, man. And people compliment my hair. And now you're looking at. Me. <laughs> you don't even know. Do you get me? I, I can't have that. Mm. So, but I think that is something that. 
yeah, you should discuss at some point. Because mm. I'm someone who as well, I I get comfortable with people very yeah. quickly. So if a guy meets me with makeup, yeah. when you FaceTime me, yeah. I'm not going to run and put makeup on. Sir. Mm. I've got another one. Uh, mental health issues. Yes. Yeah. Because that one... No, but I mean, how, how soon? How soon? I think from when you're having those light conversations again. Because something like that, yeah, sometimes you just, you just have moments where you just... You're just down. Do you get I me? Mean? Say mm. it hits you, right? Yeah. The other person you communicate doesn't know this. So yeah. they might be like, oh, they might get, first of all, they might get worried about yeah. you saying, like, is, is the person okay? Blah, blah. Yeah. Just when you're new like that, you don't really have anyone that you can, like, oh, can you check up on this person for me? You could be dead for all I know. Mm. I think that's something that you can talk about from early. You don't have to go into the details, details, but yeah, just yeah. like, do you know what? Sometimes I can go quiet. Yeah. That's because I deal with this stuff, blah, blah, mm. blah. Hopefully I'll be strong enough to let you know. But if I don't, it's probably that. Yeah. I think that's a conversation to have early because I would just think you ghosted me. Mm-hmm. Come back, I'm married. Mm. It's late. That's true. Someone said about someone in the comments said about um, did you know someone's transgender? From from prior to prior, of before course. the priors. What? Yeah. Very important. Yeah, that's, man. yeah, that's 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 who you are. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's extremely important. Mm. Exactly. Also, but then they might be like, oh. Actually, no. Because I was going to say, they might be like, oh, that's who I am. So, I am mm. who I am now. So. I heard Mbappe is now dating um, transgender. Model. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that um, headline too. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. But the thing is though, when I first saw that and I saw a couple of pictures, I was thinking, are you sure? Because I think um, he was there with like two other girls. Mm. And it's like he was kind of in, basically one picture, if I'm not mistaken, he's got like a towel or something. He's giving it to her or, or something like that, or covering yeah. her. And in other pictures, it's him with those two or three other girls. So there's nothing of him holding the girl. Uh, well picking her up. The thing is, the story's not 100 percent confirmed. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But that's the the rumor, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if you go to like Shaber or whatever, you see the comments, you just see how you know, disgusting. Mm. Uh, Let's pray it's true. Let's pray it's true. What's that? Let's pray it's true. That's pray it's true. Let's pray it is true. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I can say you see how disgusting people are because mm. the hate mm. messages. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is, if this is what he wants to do, this is what he wants to do That's because business, man. because he's Mbappe, you, it's a big deal to you. If he was John Smith, you wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what what else is there? Something about like if someone's, but I guess if someone's had cancer before, I guess being able to survive cancer, people would typically say, yeah, that they'll tell you. Um, oh, Gina just said, what if they have a terminal illness? They don't need to tell you. Defo. Yeah, so terminal as in... Um, yeah. as I, I could die soon. As in they, they, they can die soon. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. What if What if a man is impotent? you got to let me know, man. From how soon? What's impotent? Is that, sorry, is that what your dick... Yeah. ...don't work? Or mm-hmm. is that you can't give birth? You can't, sorry. No, you isn't, is it impotent means that you can't... can't get out. I thought impotent was you can't produce... Uh, Kids. ...sperm. Not, you can't produce sperm, but your sperm are not mad, mad working. Wait, mate, it might be a combination on the bed. What is it? Interesting. Interesting. The official, the official. Okay, if your dick is not rising, <laughs> I would like to know. Okay, cool. Or it's unable to. I'm not mocking it, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna lie. If your dick isn't to. rising, then why are you even on this date? <laughs> Companionship. You need to go get that seen to first, man. Is but that if, curable? Yeah. Well, depends the reason. If it's a mental thing. You can see therapy, you know, see a therapist mm. and then deal with the issue. Okay. Can I believe, yeah, you rectify it. That's a lot of deal. That, yeah, that's something as well. But what if, what if the no, you're guy... You're right, you're right. It's about um, not, not being able to maintain an erection. 
Okay. So what if the guy can maintain it, right? But he needs, like, you know, Viagra, things of that nature. Would that matter to you? Does he need to tell you ASAP or? He needs to let me know because the guys on Viagra be. <laughs> It's oh. a different kind of. Do, do tell. I do not know. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Woof." I'm sorry. <laughs> that seemed like it was coming from a place of experience. It definitely, it definitely. Like, it definitely, it definitely and where's the woof coming from? <laughs> I remember um, the episode of um, Girlfriends. You guys are laughing a bit too much in this room. Uh, the episode of Girlfriends when mm. Joan was dating an older man, mm. and he, and she thought it was on Viagra. Mm. but he wasn't. But he was really like doing a mm. lot. And from other people's stories, I've heard. That that vibe of sex is different. So you can't be out here knocking my walls with smithereens. With <laughs> the smithereens. And I'm just going off nature. <laughs> you need to let me know. <laughs> We're not equally yours in energy in this room, sir. I would say, yeah, I think you let me know. I think anything to do with like intimacy and stuff, you gotta let me know, man. Well, mm. I agree. How about um any sexual trauma? Oof, that's mm. heavy. But yeah. Um, I don't feel I don't feel like that's first date. Conversation, but it's definitely a conversation to be had, especially if it's something that still affects you and that will affect you in this relationship. Yeah, for sure. But not, I don't think it's first dates. So. Mm. Same, same. Or erectile dysfunction, yeah. But I don't think it's first. Oh, yeah, erectile dysfunction is what I thought mm. you were describing. Yeah. Thanks, DJ Blackstar. Mm. How about if the person doesn't give head? That's not the first day conversation. That's not the first day conversation, yeah. but you find out. Yeah, you, you'll find out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't think that's the first thing. Unless that like, the girl is someone who, from the first conversation, she's yeah, the advocate for this. If a girl tells me she don't give head on first date, then I know that all this is is sex. Then, if that's what you're coming to tell me on the first mm. conversation, yeah, I don't, yeah. by the way, I don't give head. Yeah, that's all true. right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you could be one. So, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> Which one to go eat? Yeah, what's the question Brent asked before that? Um, how about if the uh, uh, advocates for animal cruelty and advocates for it. Yes. No, I'm wow. talking about the one before this one. Get away from me, man. <laughs> You're an advocate for animal cruelty. <laughs> no, what is the one before that? I think it's talking about sexual The funny trauma. thing is, yeah, even though... Yeah, I, sexual trauma, sorry, I was going to... That's not even within my realm. Like, that's not... I'm not really an animal person yet, but that would yeah. kind of be the eyebrow-raising thing to mm. say. That's a psycho. That's someone I could kill huh? you one day. You're for animal cruelty. Yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> Literally, that's a murderer. The, um, the sexual trauma one, I was going to say... I don't think it's a first date question. Mm. I also think it's a conversation you have with someone when they feel, when they make you feel comfortable enough to have that conversation with them. What if in the past that person has, I don't know, been judged harshly and so they're thinking, you know what, I can't tell them that my so-and-so did this to me when I was younger. Yeah, so I would, yeah. And and they wait a whole two years. I'll be because honest some, Sorry to cut you. Yeah. There's a lot of people have um, not disclosed it till after they're married, you know. And I think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think if it comes to your trauma, I believe like whenever you're comfortable yeah. to tell me, that's that's fine. I think as long as it's not yeah. having an adverse effect on our relationship. Okay. Say for example, it's a, it's a sexual one, right? Mm-hmm. And that means that it's put you off wanting to have sex. Mm-hmm. And anytime I offer sex, you're like, oh no, no, no. Mm, At yeah. some point, you're going to have to let me know why that is. But I think yeah. if it's something that you're personally healing through and dealing with and whatever, whatever. Yeah. When you're good and ready, and if that's mm. never, that's fine. Yeah. What about if um, abortions? So a woman, for example, has you're dating a woman or whatever, or mm. about to, and she's had let's just say two abortions in her life. Mm. How soon do you feel you need to know, or do you even feel you need to know? And also, as a guy, 
he's maybe paid for, let's just say, three to five abortions? Do you feel like you need to know? No. Okay. I don't think you will need to know how many abortions a woman has had. I don't think, well, let me just say me. I don't think a guy, not that I've had any, but I don't think a guy, if I had any, I would. I don't, it's not a guy's business. Okay. But also, I think unless, again, yeah. where we're trying to have kids in the future, it affects it. And maybe something happened, some kind of mishap happened, and then it's affecting my ability to have children, mm-hmm. yeah. I can tell you that then. Okay. But even then, I'll just tell you I'm unable to have kids, medical mm. mishap. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like it's important for the woman to, no. to disclose that or man. If it comes up, if it's, you know I mean, I think that's like a, on a need, need to know basis. So okay. let's just say, for example, you're dating someone, she gets pregnant, and let's just say the man doesn't want her to keep the baby, mm. and she wants to keep it, and she's showing resistance. She could say, I don't want to have another abortion. I've already had two. Mm. So, you know what I mean? There's, I think there's a, yeah, there's a right time to bring it up. I don't think you have to say it just for no reason. Yeah. 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 But I will say, though, if a guy just let me know that he's paid for three to five abortions, that is putting me off and I'm not putting you back. This is what but what if it was a woman's woman's dress and then she she won't have the abortion and he just paid for it? That's fair, but I just think do you not have safe sex? Mm. Obviously, there's other things that play into it, but mm. it just sounds irrespo- it being irresponsible to me. Mm. If, if if is this if it's three different women, or if it's the same one one woman? Okay, if it's the same one woman, this is bigger than me. It's above. This is above me this now. This is above my my pay grade. <laughs> above my pay grade. You, you guys really had problems. But if it's like three different women, I just think there's certain, you can take the right precautions to prevent this happening. And I think that should be taken. Yeah. Um, someone said, um, what if they were accused of sexual abuse? But were, mm. as in they were wrongfully accused. Yeah. If they were wrongfully accused, rightfully accused, I want to know. Yeah. Even if you're wrongfully accused, let me know. Because if this comes up in the future, I don't know that it was wrong. I don't want my, do you get what I mean? If you don't, if you don't say anything to me, and someone just says to me, oh, you're dating this person, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But there's actually evidence to show that you didn't do it. And the, maybe the person hasn't had an update of the case. Yeah. That's awkward for me. That puts me in a tough, very though. disgusting as, as situation. A, as a man, I can see why you'd be hesitant to tell a woman that you were wrongfully accused. Because even the mm. accusation enough carries a lot of weight. Yeah, when you said that, woman, I'm smoking about fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he might be afraid that the woman might not believe him. Mm. That, you know, maybe you did do it, but you just got off, you just got away with it. Yeah. So I, I it's, it's, it's techie. It's techie, but I, I, I do think that you should still give me the choice. And it, okay, is that a, is that a first date conversation or that later down the line? It's it's the same one as you gotta let me know before it ever comes yeah, out. Where I have to okay. find out that way. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm wrongfully accused, I'm not bringing it up in the first mm. date or anything. I think I'll in that situation, I'll definitely use my. Let me make you love me or like me first. Mm. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Because if I'm if I'm innocent mm. and I'm afraid that you're gonna judge me solely based off the accusation alone, yeah. then I need to I need to make you like me first. Because mm. then at least I feel like I have a chance when I do tell you that you mm. might stay with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so what if they're dating men and women? Mm. I definitely need to know that. Yeah. 100%. If, if you're bisexual. Yeah, but some people are not bisexual, they don't have a label. Oh, okay, okay. So it's just this is what I do. I need to know what it is you're doing. Is it because it's man and woman or because you just want to know if they're dating other Because people? it's man and woman. Okay. I only want to be with a man who, That likes a that, woman. Yes, that is just with women. Okay. Monkey pox. <laughs> what, if they've had it? I just had to sorry. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I, I think it's important. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's first date stuff, but... Okay. And also... Are you actively dating? You say that's my first date. For me, that's the first date, you know. Mm. No, if you're actively doing it, or is it something that you dabble in 
from time to time, or maybe your last encounter with someone of the, of the same sex was time ago, but it's not that might, might pop up again whenever. You know what I'm trying to say? If it, is it prominent in your day-to-day? I'll be honest, even if you've experimented, I still want to know. Mm. If your husband, and I think this is like a comment that I've seen online before, if your husband told you, oh, you're back in college, uh, I'm going to suck the man's dick for a day. <laughs> what? This, no, this is, <laughs> I've heard this online. <laughs> Would that would that turn you off? Actually, to be fair, let me even ask yes. the question: what? Is that something that your husband should disclose to you? He done something as a dare, like it was just a dare, I or mean, he was yeah. doing the the fraternity, you know, the fraternity thing. Yeah, yeah. The, mm. um, what's it called? What? Uh, Not initiated. Um, um pledging. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. If I've man- if I've married you, mm. take that to your grave, and you better pray and never find out. I can never find out. I can never find no, it. I hear that. I don't think... You take that to your group. Not that I would ever do it, but I don't think I'd bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't think what? you bring it up? I wouldn't bring it up. Yes, I'll take it to the grave. I'm not going to lie. If you find out for the grave, <laughs> well, it's... It is a divorce. That's what it is. I'm bringing it up. I feel like, yeah, you should... That, that should you don't tell me that. And then you, I think you, you should just make sure I never find out. Because if I find out, the consequences will be, will be as if you told me. Yeah, for real. But I just think that that should not be something that you tell me. Mm. That should be one of those dark memories you literally lock away. Suck the dick. Damn. <laughs> 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 I someone said whilst Marx is away, I need someone to sit ignorant ish with chest constantly. You can say it in the comments. Who's who gonna be that person? Brent. Brent, Brent for sure. You already do yeah. it. Anyway. You're hundred percent that, that person. Does the person watch the show? Because you've been doing it. <laughs> Even in the comments, he's out here talking about I've, I've, I kissed my cousin and all sorts. Are you? Oh I did mind. not. Okay. Don't act confused. It was like, it was a conversation. Okay, did sorry. I, I, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. You don't. You're gonna do the same thing again, Brent. No, I apologize for being on air. Just mad is that people actually Brent says stuff and people believe mm. it. Because they don't know that Brent's a compulsive liar. Damn. I'm an entity. Somewhere out there, someone entity. has locked off this life. Yeah. What they what the memory has stuck with them yeah. is that Esther lives with their cousin. Gosh. All right, let's get to the next headline. <laughs> Okay, so a man has been arrested on suspicion of murder and attempted murder over the killing of nine-year-old Olivia Pratt-Corbo. The 34-year-old from Liverpool is being questioned by detectives from Merseyside Police. The man arrested on suspicion of murder and attempted murder was detained in Runcorn in the early hours of Sunday and is being held in custody. For those unaware, Olivia was shot in the chest when a gunman chased another man into her home in Dovecot, Liverpool on the 22nd of August. Neither of the men who entered the home had any links to her family. Her mother, Cheryl, was shot in the wrist as she tried to shut the door on the attacker, but he fired two more shots at the man he he had pursued. Two other men, aged 29 and 41, had been detained on suspicion of assisting an offender. The 41-year-old from Knowsley in Merseyside was also arrested in Runcorn, and the 29-year-old man, however, was arrested later after officers executed warrants at two addresses in the Liverpool area. Detective Chief Superintendent Mark Kameen, who is leading the investigation, said, we still need the public's help in ensuring that we can build a strong evidential picture so justice is served for Olivia and her family. I appeal for those who may have information, no matter how small, that could continue to help our inquiries, to contact us directly or anonymously, and we will do the rest. So, yeah, it's good that they're getting somewhere. Yeah, that's good. 
Okay, and our next headline is Fiti Patel. She's still looking for ways to deport illegal immigrants. So the devil works hard, yeah, but Fiti Patel works harder. <laughs> so sex abuse survivors, human slavery, and torture victims are among at least 19 people who have been warned in recent days that they face being deported to Rwanda as the Home Office keeps faith with its brutal policy before a major legal challenge this week. As signs mount that Fiti Patel's new plan for immigration is faltering, details have emerged of the next cohort of asylum seekers whom the Home Secretary wants to send on a deportation flight to Africa. Information shared by charities indicates that six were trafficked or tortured, including one who was detained and beaten in a warehouse wow. in the Libyan desert for eight weeks. Not a single asylum seeker has been sent to Rwanda nearly five months after Patel's policy was announced. A judicial review of its law- lawfulness will be heard in the High Court this week. Another central element of the immigration plan which is a setting up of new processing centers for asylum seekers, also appears to have stalled. So as, it, as of right now, it looks like nothing's going to plan, but it's emerged that the government is considering reintroducing its refugee pushback policy for use against small boats crossing the channel. It's extremely, this is extremely controversial, as it's been said that the pushback policy implemented by Greece was an atrocity against humankind, which was responsible for the drowning of two men who were trying to get ashore. So yeah, the pushback policy is basically anyone comes to your shores, whatever, mm. you immediately be like, nope, it's not happening, bang. Okay. You're not taking him aboard, um, shore, you're not trying to do asylum stuff, none of that. It's go back to where you come from yeah. immediately. And um, yeah, they did that in Greece. And allegedly, um, they even threw a couple of these men off, like, off the boat or whatever. Yeah. And they drowned. That's so sad. yeah, it's sad, man. Ah, but yeah, that's the end of the headlines. All right. Well, let's get into Word and Road. Um, okay, not much happened this weekend, but these are all positive stuff I've got for you today. Um, so Monique and Lee Daniels, you guys remember when Precious came out? Mm-hmm. And so basically Monique's been beefing hella people, man. I like Monique though. I think she's got a point to what she's saying. I think people paint her to be a mad person and difficult and blah, blah. But I do think she is the method. There's a reason behind her stuff. I think maybe the delivery is not always great, mm. but she has a point. And I think she's always frustrated. But anyways, um, so she fell out with Lee Daniels. So basically when Precious came out, just a bit of context for you guys. When Precious came out, she was due to do a tour. You know, the press tour you do with the, with the movie, right? Mm-hmm. However, it was award season. And also the length of time she's going to be away, she's going to be away from her family for so long. Mm. And she had a problem with that. She said, it's not my contract to do this. The length of time is ridiculous. It's going to be a long time. And it's award season. And mm-hmm. I want to be at these events yeah. or whatever. And so they had a problem with the fact that she didn't want to promo, I guess, promo the movie. Mm-hmm. Even though the movie wanted to do great things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she always claimed that Lee Daniels, Oprah, and Tyler Perry blackballed her in the industry, which I kind of can believe. Because these mm. are powerhouses. And I think when you do a narrative, especially in a black woman, that they're difficult to work with, that spreads like wildfire, right? So anyways, uh, positive positive news. They've, 13 years later, they're good now. They're reconciled. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and she's going to be in one of his films. So he's got a Netflix um, film coming out, which is a horror film. Um, it's called Demon House. Mm. And so she's going to be replacing Octavia Spencer. It was casted as one of the leads in the film, but she's not able to do it anymore because of another 
Mm. Something else she's doing with Apple TV. Um, so Monique is going to be doing, and over the weekend they filmed, they wrapped up the filming for it. Oh. And she posted a picture with them. No, Lee Daniels posted a picture mm. with him and Monique laughing. Because they used to go on really, really well. She was really close to Oprah, really close to um, Tyler Perry. They were, they were really good friends. So I guess it must have been difficult or feeling like you're cut out of that circle. Mm-hmm. So he made an Instagram post and he said, it's a wrap for the real Mo Worldwide, which is Monique's Instagram, for the deliverance, our journey continues. Mm. And they had a lovely heart. Emoji. That's so that's very positive news. I like when people make up and you know, especially when they're black, man. Especially when they're black and we can achieve great things together. Monique is super yeah. talented. So is Lee Daniels. It's just a whole thing. Do you know what I mean? They can be really great with it. Yeah. When I think of Lee Daniels, I think of um, when obviously when Justice Smollett did what he did, and he was one of the people that really supported him. Blah blah blah. And then when the the case started going left, <laughs> they killed him off the show. It's absolutely hilarious. Also, Lee Daniels um, does... Empire. Empire, okay. Yeah, he's a great empire, yeah. And then next on my list, also positive news from the UK, Digger D has started his own music label. Oh, dope. Yeah, so he posted... Hold on, sorry. Yeah, so he says, um, a lot of people have trouble with their record labels and I told Groundworks Online, I don't want that problem, so I'm going to start my own. So his record is called is BMR, which is Black Money Records. Mm. And he hashtag Big BMR and on their page, the Instagram page, it says, proud to announce the launch of Black Money Records. We as a team are about to bring some noise to the UK. So, yeah, should be cool. See what they come up, up with, see what happens. D. Big up, take a D. Waiting for self, aren't he's they? He's young and he's thinking like this already. Sick. Independent. I love he even put the black inside it as well. Yeah. Self-reliance. Love it. Are you sure? The is, black. is it under subsidiary? Or is it a subsidiary? Under another, is that under label? another label, Maybe. might be probably still the mentality is there. Well, still there. to not want to be under somebody else yeah. entirely. Because you know he did say I told Groundworks Online, so yeah. maybe it's every, everyone starts that way. Bad boys like that. Yeah. They were under. Who was under? Um, who they were under? Maybe Universal. Maybe yeah, they were under someone. Their phone was under Interscope, right? Yeah, so people have been under, yeah. Yeah, but still. it's good as well to just, I think just that mindset anyway that he has, it's yeah. really, really good. I think he's, yeah, he's a young guy, isn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, and then my last bit as well was just a bit of um, funny tea that I just found funny. So you know how Chris has been in the whole meet and greet stuff? <laughs> I would love to do that, you know, but I can't part with so much money like that. But, and if I did one with Chris Brown, yeah, like, listen, Bella and Nigel will post it because it would look like a wedding shoot. I'm making this look like an engagement <laughs> photo shoot. But anyways, um, so he's, I feel like he's inspired a lot of artists to start doing that. And he did say that. He said, I'm starting something. I want us to appreciate the people that actually got us where we are, blah, blah. Mm. Chris is just amazing. But anyways, Bow Wow has his own package. Mm. And I thought I'd just read what this package is made of. Because yeah. I don't know who's trying to pay $1,000 to see Bow Wow. That's the highest package, isn't it? I saw, I saw this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw someone Someone said, oh, yeah, I've got my package. I looked at the price. I saw £1,000. I said, why? But he has like three different tiers. Yeah. yeah. So this is a diamond VIP package. And this is $1,000. And so it says the Bow Wow Diamond VIP package includes the ultimate hang with Bow Wow, a 30 to 45 minute personal hang and tour conducted by Bow. Only 10 fans in each city will get a behind the scenes look at backstage areas, lounge, tour bus, and more. Does anyone really care to see what a tour bus looks like? Not really, but if you're a big fan of that artist, Mm -hmm. then just being around them, you're going to be giddy for that. You know what I mean? You're ridiculous. Um, Personal meet and greet and photo with Bow Wow. Attend Bow Wow's pre-show VIP lounge party. 
See, stuff like this, I want to know, does it come with free drinks too? Because to attend does. is one thing. Yeah, mm. for £1,000, you're definitely getting free drinks. You're not, it's $1,000. It's backstage, backstage, you don't pay for nothing backstage. Okay. Everything's just laid out. Oh, I'm, I'm yet to experience that, I love it. Um, digital download of your meet and greet with Bow Wow. I don't know what that means. So a digital download of your picture mm. that you take with them. Maybe the edge of that to me. I have a video footage as well. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you can show your friends and they didn't believe it. You show your bank statement, bro. Okay, <laughs> then souvenir VIP laminates and lanyards. Mm. Nice. I'll be honest with you, I think that could have been a gold chain <laughs> if I paid thousand dollars. But is this is this funny because it's bow wow? But if this was yes. Beyonce, you'd be like, oh, this is this is worth it. Yes. Yeah, mm. yeah. If Beyonce would it would absolutely be worth it. For me, bow wow. Imagine, imagine B2K doing this. Yeah, but, like, if you're but, ba- but if you're a Bow Wow fan, for you it's worth it. Then it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But, uh, I'm not done, he's got some more stuff. Commemorative VIP hoodie. So I have his face on it or something, I don't know. Exclusive drawstring bag. <laughs> what? <laughs> when I say they're grasping at any and every, I feel like he's doing so much to just, I don't know that Chris Brown had to give, like, how many points is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I had to give eight things to make you... Because, you know, this list sounds like they're trying to convince you that why this is a good is deal. It, yeah. A drawstring bag. <laughs> I'm sorry, no. I'm, Not I'm, even like uh, a collaboration Bow Wow X Nike hmm. vibe. A drawstring bag. People even use those bags nowadays. No. no. Like, how, okay. And then the last one is access to early merchandise shopping with special item available for sale only to VIP guests. You don't even get it for free. I thought this was absolutely hilarious. You watched uh, watch the B2K uh, Drink Champs? I haven't watched it yet, but I've been seeing Fizz been talking a lot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it and I'm, I'm going to get into it properly. Have you watched it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, can you give us some tea about, on it? Um, it wasn't anything new that I didn't really know already. Yeah. Raz B, obviously Raz B's been speaking for years about um, you know, all this stuff with Chris Stokes and Noriega tried to poke him, not poke him, but tried yeah. to get him to speak about it, but he didn't want to speak about it. Mm. Mm. And I feel like the takeaway was that the B2K beef or breakup was because of Little Fizz and Omarion's relationship, as opposed to all four of them not getting along. Okay. Mm. Everything always seemed to stem from Fizz and Omarion. Omarion Fizz and okay. Omarion. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was decent though. I can't believe I actually watched all of it in one go. I was, How long was I it? I was really bored on that that day. Three and a half hours. You had a quiet weekend. Three and a half hours. Also, three and a half hours. Yeah, I watched it straight. Yeah, you had a chilled weekend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Um. Apparently, sorry, on the Lee Daniel stuff as well. Um. Ebony, sorry, Ebony Onyx is telling me as well that um. So Monique would have had to have, had to pay for her own hair and makeup during the press run, and he also basically she was meant to have the role of Cookie Lion, and he gave it to Raja. I'll be honest with you, I did not see Monique being Cookie. Mm. I can see it, but I think Taraji done a great. Tiraji killed that. That was for Tar- the Jimmy that that was she killed that. Mm. Did you guys know? I saw I found out recently actually that um what's her name? What's her name? My and kids. Um Tisha Campbell. Yes. Tisha Campbell. She wasn't meant to be Jay. Who was meant to be Jay? Someone else. She basically she um she just snuck into no, no, she was not that she wasn't meant to be Jay. Sorry. She never had an official audition for the thing. She snuck in. Okay. Mm. So she said how basically um no, I'm trying to call her Rochelle. Tichina Arnold. Mm, you know, yeah. they're really good friends. Yeah. She had an audition for My Wife and Kids. I think okay. like following like Martin and stuff. Yeah. So she had an audition for My Wife and Kids. And then she was telling um, Tisha. Tisha about it. 
And then teacher's like, oh, I want to go to that kind mm. of thing. She's like, oh, yeah, these are the details, blah, blah. Yeah. And so she got there to where it was. And then she basically was like, to the, she basically did, got her acting on and was like to the security, oh, um, yeah, I meant to have a, oh my gosh, oh crap, I can't believe I forgot the thing. I really need that. She just said, too much, she forgot her paperwork and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And the guy's like, okay, just fine, just go, just go yeah. through. Went through and she got the job. Amazing. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, yeah, guys, that is all from me today. Let's get into the People's Journal. All right, people, welcome to the People's Journal. I'll give you the news from an economics point of view. Um, I won't be long today, but I do want to touch on what Liz Trust is basically saying. So she's basically pledging that mm. she's going to have an energy plan in a week if she becomes the prime minister. So obviously everyone's kind of scared at the moment. What's going on? Yeah. And a lot of them haven't really given the details. When I say a lot of them, as in Liz Trust and Rishi Sunak. Yeah. Although Sunak is basically saying we have a plan already. He said this already. We have a plan. Mm. And he's also saying the fact that Liz Trust doesn't have a plan already should concern everybody. But then if can he give him give this trust his plan? He can if he loses after he, he may be like, look, for the benefit of the country, look, this is what I was thinking. I think that will show if he's a good if he's actually gonna be a good leader or not. That's if true. He, if he knows that this plan could actually work and save everybody money mm. and he gives it to her, yeah. I think that'd be really cool. But I would trade in for like a senior governor thing. Good point. Mm. But I think the fact that there would be a clash though, because they both see things, they they both come from different economic schools of thought. Yeah. So um when they've talked br- briefly about how they would kind of tackle this issue, yeah. Um, they've they've clashed in it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So they wouldn't see eye to eye anyway. But the fact that he's saying we have a plan already, we've sorted this, at least in his mind, yeah, speaks volumes. And this trust obviously hasn't done enough yet. But again, she has pledged that within a week. Um, of her becoming prime minister, if she does become prime minister, she will have something laid out, man, and she will let the people know. Um, at the same time, if we go across into further um, in Europe, Germany now, who I've spoken about before, mm. who have been going through some tough times here yeah, because of how much they relied on Russia, um, they've announced that they're going to be given um, a 65 billion euro package of measures to ease the threat of rising energy costs. Um, so basically they've had packages before this one's much bigger than yeah. the previous two and it's going to include a one-off payment to the most vulnerable and tax breaks to energy intensive businesses so I guess they're trying to hit it from both angles yeah. like I said before in the UK um, the Ofgem's energy cap doesn't affect businesses so this is the reason why a lot of businesses are kind of considering like closing up shop mm. because their, their, their um, projections are just going through the roof so um, it's good that Germany's kind of seen that that's kind of um, a flaw, at least in their economy. And so we're going to be helping some of the um, energy-intensive businesses. And also, of course, the most vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you know, energy prices have soared since February. And yeah, it seems like all of Europe are slowly trying to wean themselves off, wean themselves off of um, Russian energy. Yeah. Um, this trust, again, going back and forth with their debates and whatnot, um, a lot of people have spoken about her, I guess, her angle in terms of how to tackle inflation and, you know, make the economy in, um, a lot better than it is pr- presently. And she's always been talking about how she wants to bring in a low-tax economy. Yeah. Low-tax economies obviously benefit businesses a lot more, right? And she's saying, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? She said she's, she's looking to press ahead with those plans 
to be um, for the UK to be a low tax economy and with less focus on wealth redistribution. Now, the average person, middle class, lower class, definitely are more about look. Let's get this wealth distributed. The the the, the rich make loads of money. Mm. Let's take more of their profits and let's distribute it. Mm. Obviously, if you're from the economic thought that Liz Trust is from, you don't really believe that's a good thing to do. I won't give my views um, too much on that. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I see where she's come from. Right? That's what I'll say. And I think, again, like, like I've said before, um, people work best when there's incentives. Right? Mm. You can't just rely on the, the goodness of a, of, of a human being. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't work. People need to feel like I'm going to gain something from this. Lower tax, businesses will do more. And in turn, hope, you just have to hope that some of that wealth benefits the entire economy as a whole. Um, also, gas prices, unfortunately, are looking to perhaps even be higher than last time. Projected. And the reason for this is because um, basically Russia's Russia has a certain pipeline, right? Mm. That obviously um, Europe rely on, right? And they pretty much shut this pipeline <laughs> indefinitely, oh, <wow>. right? <laughs> um, I reported on this about a month ago, mm. I think, or maybe more, where basically they shut it down just for maintenance. It appears they're doing the same thing because um, these, they've said that um, they, again, discovered another fault during maintenance, but they have no real projections on when we're going to open it up again. Which means, again, most people are going to have to source all of their gas from other countries. The price will go up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, so even though, you know, like I said before, prices have risen up by about 400% over the past year, it may go higher than that, man. So, yeah, it doesn't really look good. But, again, like I keep saying to everyone, I know it's easier said than done, a lot easier said than done. But especially now, when you don't necessarily need your heat in, a certain amount of light all on, like, on in the house 24-7. Like, turn it off, man. Like, just yeah. save and really think about this winter because it's going to be, it's going to be nuts, man. So you're going back to the regular lighting? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> don't care about mine. No, <laughs> because, first of all, we're out, we're, these lights are only on for the duration of the show. Wait, that, that's, that's not even the argument. Here, we won't get into what the real argument is. talking about... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's all I have for the people joining today, man. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, let's get into the rotation. All right, guys, welcome to the rotation, your weekly music breakdown. So, not much kind of to my interest this week, so it's going to be a short one, but I'm hoping Esther can help me mm-hmm. with um, one of these releases. So, we'll start with um, your girl. Ari Lennox, who released her EP, mm. OA Message, which is a warm-up for her album, which drops this Friday, yep. called Age, Sex, and Location. Right, so this offering is five songs, 14 minutes. You've got one feature on there, Summer Walker. She's on Queen Space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the first time I actually properly sat down and intentionally listened to Ari Lennox. Really? Um I listened to it a couple of times because it's quite short. Yeah. I listened it's to it. Listening. Yeah, I think I listened to it like four times. Um, mellow, sultry R&B, kind of like neo-soul type vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say this is like new age, old school R&B. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? Um, great production, great vocals. Actually, on my last listen, it was quite late, I listened to it in the dark with some candles and just got into my... Oh, went to the zone. Yeah, got into my zone. Mm-hmm. Um... 
if these are the songs that didn't make the album, mm. then I'm really intrigued to know what the album is like. Because mm. I feel like these songs are very, very good. These songs mm. to me are album-worthy songs. Mm. So if this is the, you know, just have these, have just this little... Hold that. Yeah, hold that until next week. Mm. Then this is a nice setup for the album. Yeah. And I'm not really... Um, prior to this, I wouldn't say I was an Ari Lennox fan, but I've definitely been converted. I'm definitely going to check it out. I even went to listen to Hoodie. Oh, yes. The second single off the album. And mm-hmm. Hoodie's, Hoodie's sick. This is. Yeah, Hoodie's sick as well. Um, so I'm definitely going to have my, you know, my candles ready for next week when uh, the, album, the album drops. My favorite songs on there, Queen Space and No Settling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yours? I love Tatted. Love Tatted, yeah, Tatted yeah. is cold. Queen Space is nice as well. Yeah. I think because it's like the first one, it's like, mm, like it was the first teaser. Yeah. I think, yeah, I like Tatted and I like, yeah. I like No Setting as well. Yeah, yeah. With, with, with five songs, you can't really go wrong, to be fair. You honestly. Um, there's no, you know, room for fillers there. It's going to be five five songs of quality. What's your, your overall, overall thoughts on, on the EP? I love it. Yeah. I think it was a, ni- I think it was a nice surprise because the worst things you can do is give people a surprise and yeah. you say you could take it back. Mm. Um, I think it was a really nice surprise and I think similar to you where, to be fair, I didn't think it wouldn't, when you mentioned that maybe there's songs that didn't make the album, I thought, yeah. actually, that's a good... Yeah. So, and now you just said, if these are the ones that didn't make the album... Imagine what the album, the album sounds be, like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm really looking forward. I think this project... Because I listen to her. So, mm. I think this project, I can tell that she's she's grown and she's evolved a lot. Like, even beyond how she looks, just as she is as a person. Yeah. She's really evolved just from what I see on social media. Yeah. Um, And, like, her lives... Her Instagram lives are bloody hilarious, but... Yeah, so I feel like she's really putting her heart and soul mm. into this one. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this will be the one that gets her the awards. Because she gets disheartened when she doesn't get awards. Yeah. And yeah, she does. She gets very disheartened when she doesn't get awards. So I'm hoping this will be the ones that, this album will be the one that gets her the recognition that. Yeah. I, I, I think I saw a few things about Pressure. I think Pressure wasn't really being supported. Yeah. Uh, when it first got released. But I think it was like a um, slow burner. Mm. So when it first got released, there wasn't much attention yeah. around it. Then as time went on, it started to chart. Yeah. It was, you know, in the rotations, um, mm. no pun intended. Um, so yeah, no, I'm I'm a fan of it. I really yeah. Yeah, it's so super, super cool. I'm looking forward to the album. And she has nice shows. She had her shows a lit as well. Yeah. So yeah, guys, that's definitely my rotation. Um, Love it. And I can't wait for the album on Friday. And obviously, I'll give you my review of that next Monday. Yeah. All right, next we got Giggs, who released a new single called The Maximum. So I've kind of lost count um, of how many singles and features Giggs has done this year. Yeah. He's, he's very active. Um, he's been here, he's been in America, he's been hanging around with Maino a lot and, you know, just, you know, um, liaising overseas. Um, you know, he's collabed with, this year alone, he's collabed with Tion Wayne, H, Tiny Boost, Young Teflon, Lethal B. On the US side, he's done songs with Jim Jones, Rowdy Rebel, a few up-and-coming um, US artists by the names of O-Wave and Yellow Zoo. And, you know, he's really, he's, he's active right now, isn't it? Mm. Obviously, he's fresh off of the, the Jay-Z nod on God Did. So, you know, Giggs is, he's uh, bubbling. So when I saw that he had a, a track coming out, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to this because he seems to be in a particular zone or space. And I feel, I feel like he's got a lot of... Um, Momentum. Yeah. So I was looking forward to hearing this. From the snippet, I didn't love it, but when I heard the full track, um, you know, I knew that would give me a better idea of the song. Um, I'm not sure if this is a a Lucy, like a throwaway song, or this is like you know, a single of a project. Well, prior to hearing it in full, I wasn't sure. After hearing it, I'm pretty sure this is probably a Lucy, to be fair. Um, I don't love the beat, really. 
parts of this song, parts of the beat sound kind of childish. It's hard for me to describe, but that's kind of how I feel when I hear it. It sounds kind of childish. Um, typical gigs flow and delivery. Um, although his flow on this song was a bit more faster and skippier than it normally is. Um, well, than I've heard in a while anyway. Um, overall, though, disappointed with the song. Really? Considering where I believe he is right now. And obviously, this not this is not like a first single off an album. So it doesn't have to yeah. be great. But just considering, you know, everything that's happening with him right now, I just wanted something a bit meatier. I feel like this is kind of lukewarm. There's none, nothing special in it. Mm. And obviously, there's been murmurs and rumblings throughout the years that Giggs is not as good as he used to be. And mm. he doesn't, you know, he's not as potent lyrically. And he's, you know, the, the overall notion is, you know, that Giggs is not fallen off as in who he is, but his actual artistry has dipped mm. in terms of the quality of his music and the quality of his rapping and bars. And I feel like, I hear it sometimes, yeah. and I don't hear it sometimes as well. I feel like he's kind of like, like, out of all the singles he's released this year, there's definitely some throwaways in there, and there's definitely some some great ones as well. So I, I reckon maybe where Giggs lacks nowadays is his consistency. Mm. I think maybe he does too much. Because he does too much, he leaves himself with a lot of room for error, mm. maybe. But yeah, the song doesn't make the rotation, unfortunately. I'm a big fan of Giggs. Um, but this one doesn't hit the mark for me. But I'm looking forward to, you know, what's next with him. I feel like an album might be coming, hopefully. Uh, it's got a video as well, which is cool, but again, didn't really help me like the song. Mm. And yeah, that's it for this week. Gigs, Ari Lennox. So we got one yes, one no. And I'll be back. week next week, though. Yeah, I'll be back next week with more. I feel like... We've got Asha K. Asha K album comes yeah. out. Yeah. Did, did you speak about the, the track listen? No, I don't think that. Because right, I was going to do it, but in my head, I thought you'd done it already, so no, I didn't bother. Um, I, think I, I, I think you touched on it. I think you did. Did I? Um, yeah, I was thinking you did. I think yeah. Yeah, I has done this because you were talking about how. Oh yes, I talked about the there was three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told about yeah. how um, Sumba was on the yeah, yeah, remix. Yes. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Um, was actually released. Um, the the letters. No, no, wow. The, the titles. titles. Mm. And there's only one feature. Well, apart from the burner one. I swear it was Russ. Yeah, yeah no, Russ. it was Russ. Everyone kept asking her. Who's well, Russ? I saw her online. They were like, oh, is, "What Russ is that? Please, is that the UK <laughs> Russ? What Russ is that? Mm. Please, or the US Russ?" Mm. I'm going to assume it's the, might be the US, US Russ. Yeah, yeah it mm. might be the US. Yeah. Only because the UK Russ, it might have said Russ Millions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no offense that's interesting. to Russ Millions. But I would assume that if you're the only feature on this album, it probably would be the US Russ. Yeah. No, no, no offense. No, but, but yeah. If you're going to have yeah. one feature on your album, you're lying. It ain't, it ain't going to be Russ Millions. It's going to be someone of a higher stats. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And I just had it with the cross paths. What's that? I just had it with the cross paths. Mm. So yeah, that that album comes. So yeah, next week I've got to listen to this. I've got to listen to Ari, Ari um, and I'm sure there'll be a few others as well. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it actually because um, I like I like the single. Mm. Yeah. All right. Next week we'll we'll have a lot more. We go again. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our last headlines for today. Just before you do, someone, um, Ebony Onyx says something in the comments I think will help a lot of people. So it just ties to the whole energy stuff. So she said, if you're on benefits, put your gut, your, if you are on benefits, put your gas and electric as an attachment to earnings. They collect the money directly through DWP. Your energy bills will remain the same price until April 2023. Just thought that might help people. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Okay, so headline is um, 
the Pope has been beatified. I'll get into that. You don't that. know how I read that. How'd you read it? Beatified. beatified. Okay. It was giving me... Because someone said something about bestiality earlier. So, mm, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so Pope John Paul I, who led the Roman Catholic Church for 33 days in 1978, has been beatified at the Vatican, which is the last step before you actually become a saint. Right? So thousands gathered in St. Peter's Square for the ceremony led by Pope Francis. Last year, Pope Francis credited the late Pope with the miracle cure of an Argentinian girl. A second miracle is needed for the move to sainthood. Described as the smiling Pope, John Paul I was the shortest serving Pope since 1605. John Paul I was born Albino Luciani, the son of a bricklayer in the Dolomites Mountains in Italy. During his brief tenure, he defended the Roman Catholic Church's opposition to abortion and contraception, but he also sought to reform institutions and root out corruption. Pope Francis described him as someone who lived without compromise. John Paul I died of a heart attack on the 28th of September in 1978. His death caused much controversy and conspiracy theories due to two slightly different accounts. The Vatican said he was found dead by two nuns. So for an individual to be beatified, um, to be beatified, a miracle needs to be attributed to prayers made to them after their death. The miracle attributed to the now beatified Pope was the healing of this 11-year-old Argentinian girl after her parents had prayed to Pope John Paul I. In the last 1,000 years, just eight popes have been made saints. Yeah, um, I was interested to see whether popes could have sex. So I had to Google it to see if they could get married and stuff. They can't. No, they can't do any of that. They devoted to Jesus. I mean... There is history that some of them have been doing some... They've it's been never, doing it. Allegedly. They've been before. doing it. Allegedly. It's never stopped them before. Exactly. Allegedly, Brent. Allegedly, no, allegedly. <laughs> the victims have said what they've said. <laughs> All right, and our next headline is to do with Nirvana. So they've won... Um, oops, pardon me, sorry, guys. My mistake, but yes. I want to get an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> So this is about Nirvana, right? And they basically won a lawsuit over the 1991 Nevermind album cover. So it's a classic album cover, right? Yeah, with the baby in the water. Yeah, with the baby in the water. Um, Brent may have to put it up or something. We said dead baby. <laughs> said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a white baby who's naked in the water, right? Basically. Oh, okay. And kind of chasing, not chasing, but reaching for a $1 um, note, which is on a, a hook. Right? It's so a it's painting. Like, no, no, it's an actual real baby. Let me show you. At the Mona Lisa. So. No, a real, a real, like, real life baby. It'll make sense when, oh, I, when okay. I talk about the case. Okay. So the baby's naked, right? You can see everything. Yeah. And basically, that's the $1 okay. thing, right? And basically, a US judge has dismissed um, a man's latest lawsuit against Nirvana over this particular picture. Spencer Eldon, who's 31, said his appearance in the front of this record constituted child sexual abuse. Trigger warning. But the judge said, sorry. It's fine, we're getting there. You don't work better today, though, it's fine. I'm trying. <laughs> but the judge said he had left it too late to claim that he had been exploited. Ah. So Mr. Eldon's legal avenues are now all but exhausted as he cannot refile the case, although his legal team told US media that he would appeal the ruling. So basically, the, laws, the lawsuit is focused on a photograph of Mr. Eldon, who I just mentioned, mm-hmm. being depicted naked, swimming naked in a pool towards a, a dollar bill pierced with a fishing hook. He argued that he he had been a, unable to consent to the picture being used, 
because he was a little yeah, baby. baby. Exactly. But it doesn't fool the parents. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But he he's basically seeking one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages, right? Um, the photographer was amongst the defendants, but also former Nirvana members David Grohl and Chris Novoselic, as well as Courtney Love, who's the widow of um, Kurt Cobain, right? And so he filed he filed this case in two thousand twenty one, arguing that he was still within his rights to complain about the image because it continued to cause him distress and lost earnings into adulthood, right? Um, the lawsuit was dismissed, and then he refiled it in January. Like I just said, he's lost that again. And yeah, but basically, um, his parents were paid $200 for the photo back in 1991. But obviously at the time, they were like a unknown band. No one really cared about them. Oh, like was, this, was this their first album? Yes. Oh, this is before they blew up, yeah. Exactly. So they blew up off of this album. Yeah. yeah. So unknown band, they must have saw the baby before. Oh, it's a cute baby. Fits in with the concept. $200. So the parents were happy at the time, innit? Now the son is saying sexual abuse. He's actually people are asking to see his nipples. He just wants money. He wants money. Yeah, exactly. It's not, just he, say you he want money. Yeah, he wants exactly. money. Because what kind of what? How could this have affected you in your life? I think this is. I don't want to be you know dismissive. Yeah, but I feel like this is made up. He just wants money. That's how I feel. Do you know what's even more funny about this? Yeah. Is that the defense argued that he actually enjoyed being the Nirvana baby. Why did they say that? Because he actually reenacted the photograph. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Exactly. Sir, there's proof there. Yeah. Man's hit, man said, the cost of living is high. <laughs> what can I possibly make money from? This is what it is. As, as Nirvana, on a, just on a moral vibe, mm. morality vibe. Okay, cool. We're massive now, isn't it? We did pay you only $200. Mm. You feel like you should just break them off something? No. No? No, because you're making a scene. If you have been quiet and cute about it, maybe we could have brought you out on stage. Oh, yeah, one time. yeah. Now that yeah. you made a scene about it. But now you made a scene about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. shut up. You're not getting nothing. Fuck yeah. them anyway. Two hundred is what they could afford at the time. Just because I'm rich now, I don't mean you get to get more. Mm-hmm. The price is the price. I hear him. I hear him a little bit, but his approach is wrong. If I was a baby and I knew my parents only got paid $200 for it, I'd be like, Mom and Dad, no, come on, man. Obviously, it was their first album, so you never knew how big they were, but I'd be like, I would still feel like. I'm on one of the most iconic album covers ever and I, yeah, I, think, I have no money for it. Mm. Yeah, that's one of my worst fears. It's yeah. for something about me to be out there making other people money and I'm broke. Yeah. It's wild to me. But yeah. at the same time... I think he should have reached out to them on a... Yeah. Hey, like, guys. Not, not like a begging thing. But like, can I be an intern? Mm. Like on a, <laughs> guys, it's me, the baby from the cover. Yeah. I'm 31 years old now. da 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 I can, can I please have a bit of something? <laughs> girlfriend, if I found that email, I'm breaking up with me. That's the ink. I just got the ink for a white guy I've never dated. <laughs> Ew. I'm the baby from the cover. Oh my God. It's me. I would die. The baby. No, that's embarrassing, man. He's actually, like, honestly, he's acting as if people are walking up to him on the road, like, oh. Where? Just go away, man. There you go. Just say you're broken. Just, just say you're broken. You got that. Yes. And the next thing is our premiership roundup. When man. you say roundup, is it because it's finished? No, just no, uh, the roundup of the weekend. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, All right, cool. Let's get into it. I know there's one thing in particular people want me to talk about, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I'll quickly just round up the results. Um, so West Brom and Burnley drew 1 1. Then Everton, Liverpool, Merseyside, Derby, 0 0 draw. Uh, Brentford batted Leeds 5-2. Chelsea beat West Ham 2-1. Newcastle and Crystal Palace 0-0 draw. Uh, Bournemouth beat Nottingham Forest 3-2. 
Tottenham beat Fulham 2-1. Wolves beat Southampton 1-0. Aston Villa and Man City drew 1-1. And yesterday, we had another 5-2 battering. This time, Brighton beating Leicester. Leicester in the mud right now. Brighton beat Leicester 5-2. Then the big game of the weekend, the headline game, Man United versus Arsenal. Arsenal going into the game unbeaten so far. Top of the league against Man United, who started off the season poor, but have won, I believe, their last three games, or two games, I think it was three games. So they were kind of like on the ascension. Obviously, they signed mm. Anthony and um, whatnot, whatnot. And they actually beat Arsenal 3-1. So that's... that's, that's so they got three. Man United got three. Yeah. And we got one. So let's, let's, let's get into that one. So obviously for Arsenal, disappointing loss. I believe that, you know, at the end of the day, it's a results business, isn't it? I could talk about how I believe Arsenal played better than Man United and we didn't deserve to lose, but we lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? But we had chances to put the ball in the back of net. Odegaard had a chance that he fluffed. Saliba had a chance that he fluffed. Um, we had a goal disallowed. Uh, Martin had a goal disallowed as well, which would have turned the game on its head. It would have been a different outcome. But defensive lapses, defensive mistakes, naivety, um, and Maynard got put through on the counter-attack a couple times. Rashford scored two. Who scored that goal, Brent? Oh, um, Anthony. Yeah. Anthony scored on his debut. Listen, any loss to Maynard is, is hurtful. Maynard are, in my opinion, Arsenal's most bitterest rivals. Forget mm. Tottenham. It is Maynard. Um, But it is what it is. It's only one game. We're still top of the league. Um, Maynard is still below us. You know, we, we weren't going to go, we weren't going to go this season undefeated. It's going to happen eventually. And you know what it is about Arsenal? Arsenal can't beat Man United at Old Trafford. It's just a thing. There are, like, that's our bogey stadium. Oh, is it? Like, Arsenal, no matter how good Arsenal are playing, mm-hmm. and no matter how bad United are playing, when we go and play them at Old Trafford, we lose. All really? the time. Because it's a curse. It's a curse. So I, I had little faith, to be fair. I had little faith, but, yeah. For whatever reason, like, Man United could be having the worst run of their life, and we could be having a great run. And we'll go there and we'll lose. So I don't know if it's, it's, it's a mentality thing. It's I don't know what it is. Arsenal at, at Old Trafford is just it's always it's always a fucking shit show. And then also another big talking point of the weekend is VAR. VAR is for Esther. VAR is what they use to um, how can I say this? VAR. Yeah, video assisted referee. Yeah, like a video assisted referee. That's what that's is what it VAR? actually means. Yeah. yeah. Why do you call it VAR? I, I, feel, I feel like I just call it whatever comes to mind. Oh, sometimes VAR, yeah, sometimes VAR. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. When they're going to check if yeah, what happened. There's a couple of goals that got ruled out because of VAR. VAR. So Coutinho's goal um, against City was ruled out and that wasn't offside, I, I believe. Our goal is is debatable. The Martinelli goal because it's whether or not we believe Ericsson was fouled. But I remember there was a few others anyway. But I, anyway, as a whole... That's the one with Saka. Was that Saka. Okay? And some guy like kind of... The guy fell, yeah, I think. And mm. then... Kicked him or something like that. Anyway, yeah. I, remember. I can't remember that one exactly. But anyway, VAR this weekend, the, the debate is is VAR being used correctly? Mm. And we feel like also on top of VAR, I feel like I feel like referees are refereeing is kind of poor as well. Yeah. Refereeing is kind of poor. And I'm not saying it because we got gold disallowed and just in general. Other games that I don't really care about. I saw decisions that I'm like, I don't know. The the, the league is given corrupt a little bit right now. I would agree. I I would. I don't see why not. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what I mean? They could just pay them. I wouldn't be surprised. I actually watched a documentary on Netflix called, it was called, well, they've got a series of documentaries called Untold. Mm. And they're about like controversial or like just interesting sports stories. There's a story about an NBA ref 
He was um, rigging games. He was um, giving bookies oh, wow. tips oh, wow. on, on games. Like, for example, to say a team was going into a match and they had some injuries that weren't made uh, public. public, he would yeah. tell the bookies, oh, you know what? Bet on the Suns because Maverick's got two players out mm. or whatever, whatever, whatever. This is before the public knows about it. Mm. And just watching that, I'm like, you know what? It's not far-fetched that there is corruption within yeah. uh, the Premier League. Because some of the decisions, I'm like, nah, man, this is, this, is, this is rigged. And even with the Arsenal game, the referee is from Manchester and the, the VAR ref is also from Manchester too. Mm. And it's Old Trafford, it's Ferguson, it's that heritage and that. Mm, I don't trust it, I don't trust it. But anyway, we lost, but we're still top of the league, so... Okay, yeah, that's good. Fuck you, my fans. So, um, yeah, I think we played well, to be honest. Yeah, no, we played better, but I can't sit here and be like, we played better. We lost. Yeah, yeah, we lost in it, yeah. but I believe we played better. I don't think, like, I think Man United will grow into their season, but I didn't watch that game thinking, oh, we're miles mm. behind Man United. I just feel like Arsenal just capitulate against Man United at Old Trafford all the time. It's so jarring. And the annoying thing is, if that goal wasn't disallowed, it would have been a different game. If Saliba and Odegaard took their chances in front of goal, would have been a different game. And Arsenal just need to take the chances. Like, be more cold-blooded, be more clinical in front of goal and put these games to bed. Like, we could have won that game easily and right now we would be undefeated top of the league. You know what I mean? So what number are you guys on the scoreboard? First. First. The first Sick. The first. Who's second? Like, is it, Man City. Is it? Oh. Man City. I've got it. Man City is different to Man, Man United, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, you go. Um, but what, so do you, how can you guys become, what's the way you guys can, Go lower. Is it that like if you lose another game? If we start, if we start losing, if we start losing, start drawing, and obviously other teams start winning, start winning, and whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um. So. Special needs. Sorry. Okay. No, that's all right. Um, that's, that's private information. We did not need to know. No, I just wanted you all to understand. Okay. The most alarming thing about the Premier League table is that Leicester City are bottom. Mm. Rock bottom. Is one, that shocking? One like, point. Yeah, but I'm not a football <laughs> fan. And I know Leicester be struggling. No, no. Leicester are a top, at worst, a top 10 team. Really? Top, yeah. Who's the worst football team? Like, they're always at the bottom of the dep- It depends. Because remember, the, the worst team, they get re- um, relegated. What is that? Spurs so, is the worst football team. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Obviously, Spurs is the worst football team in the world. But the worst team gets relegated to the league. Is it league, league one? Yeah. What does relegated mean? As in, they got, they, they, they're not allowed to play with the big boys anymore? Nope, exactly. That's so funny. Exactly. And if they get promoted again, next season they can come back up. They're the big boys. <laughs> you got to work. you got to earn your space here. There you go. There you go. So, um, so yeah, that's the roundup. Hopefully, I'm back here next week with better news about Arsenal. But, um, yeah, man. Fuck my night. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how they continue to play across yeah. the season. Like United. Yeah. Also, I hate, you know what I hate about yesterday as well? Seeing the players tried to protest the um the foul on Ericsson. Fernandez and them yeah, Shut up, amazing. man, you pussy old brother. You're on the footballer, brother. I'll get sent off for slapping people. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our outro. All right. Um just a kind of a question. So did you guys ever watch the BBC documentary about the creation of the Premier League? Any of you watched that? Nope. No. No? Okay. No. Um, 
It was interesting enough. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, good starts the week. Hopefully, this week gets nicer to each and every one of us in That's this it. room and the people watching. And we could have a good September. Well, we appreciate you guys for always tuning in. Thank you so much. Thank you for the love as well. You show the five times more ladies. I um, appreciate that. Hoping to have another guest for you guys this week. Mm-hmm. Don't want to spoil it just because you know how people be. I don't want you guys to think I'm a liar again. I'm, that that <laughs> that line is slowly leaving my name. But um, yeah, do follow us on all our social media platforms. Like, comment, share the day after TNB. You guys know to join the community. Like this video. Subscribe to our channel. Are we nearly at 3K? No, not enough. No, not enough. And you guys are just thieves, man. As Koi would say, you're actually stealing. But yeah, like the video, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends, let them know we're lit. Let them know to join us every morning. Um, if you'd like to send voice notes and text in for sis, what would you do? Asking for a friend or just a general chit-chat. Also the number you can call when we're live. It's 75 Um, Again, join the community, the TMB network, community.thenewblack.com. And also join the TDA Backstage Access. You get a month free membership. And if you'd like to inquire about the show, feature on the show, email the team the day after at thenewblack.com. That's all from us today. We will see you tomorrow.